This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Friday, May 8th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania Governor Tom Wolf is extending the stay-at-home order for all counties in the red phase of his reopening plan until June 4th, and that includes the Philadelphia region and southeastern Pennsylvania. On Friday, these 24 uh, 24 counties in the Commonwealth will move to the yellow phase, but the greater Philadelphia area will remain in the red zone for about another month. Wolf provided guidance for those counties entering the yellow phase. Under the yellow designation, gatherings of up to 25 people will be allowed. Currently, the statewide red designation bans all gatherings or outside trips that are not related to health, safety, or going to work at an essential job. Restaurants and bars will still be limited to carry out delivery in the yellow phase and child care will be open, although businesses must follow federal and state guidance for safety, social distancing, and cleaning. So, Kathy, to quote a regional proctologist, our end zone is in the red zone. Oh, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> that's a, that's a Thank you, Dr. Ryerson. <laughs> Oh schools my statewide remain closed. For- <laughs> schools will remain closed for the rest of the academic year. We all know that already. And visitation restrictions on prisons and nursing homes remains in place. This is all under this yellow phase for the counties that are moving to that. Wolf's administration will continue to recommend that people wear masks in public and mandate that businesses and commercial buildings that serve the public deny entry to customers not wearing masks. Well, well- I just ordered my MMR mask, so uh, yeah. excellent. I would like to have a pandemic to wear them in, please. Did those sell out? Did I hear they may have yeah, sold out? Yeah, they ordering did. more. Yeah, okay. the, and I thought that they ordered more. Um, you know, I'll have to check to see if they were sold out. But I knew that the, the first um, first set of orders batch. did. Yeah, okay. the first batch, Anybody yeah. that, that has, like, a cool mask or is producing some sort of cool mask, the second it goes up, it sells out. Yeah. You know what? what? boutique in, in Lafayette Hill, and they did like um, Phillies, Flyers, oh, really? Eagles. Yeah, sold out like immediately. That's right near me. The, the the cool one that I like, Preston, is the real sci-fi one. that uh, Maybe that's the one you have. I don't know. Has sort of a, um, like a, a black Mortal Kombat mask. Yeah, Steve, I, yeah, I like that one too, actually. It's I know pretty badass, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Carter Carter has one like that. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It doesn't that. fit very well, though. We oh. bought we bought it early on, early, like at the yeah. very beginning, and, and it uh, needs we to just found well. it online. But it doesn't fit well, so he got a new one yesterday just because it, it looked really cool, but, yeah. I saw... Why is gr- it the coolest things never fit, right? Right. Right. You know? <laughs> I saw a girl, hers was like a tiger mouth, but, like, it looked so real when she was passing by. I, I had to compliment her. I was like, I love your mask. They she sell... Like, Thank you so much. <laughs> they sell one that is, and I don't know if it's just a riff on a pre-existing mask, but it looks like a... Like a chunky person's lower chin, and the mouth opens and closes. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. It's People are getting creative with the yeah. masks. And by now. the way, Kathy, I, that never dawned on me to compliment someone's mask. Right? I yeah. have never. It was the that's first. bizarre. Mask. Yeah. I love your mask. Where did you love get that? <laughs> did totally she kind of smiled and like chuckled and was like thank you do you think by the way and this is something because i smile at people all the time Uh do you think with the mask thing on i i can read for most people when they're when they're smile with your eyes i don't know it's kind of hard to tell for me until i hear someone speak right then then i can tell what they're because like yesterday i had to uh to get to to get some mother's day stuff so I, i went to target and i'm wearing my mask and a woman sneezed and i'm like Bless you, you know, and she's yeah. like, oh, thank you. And I forgot how um, uh, normal that seems right, to hear right. someone speak. Because mainly you just see people walking around with masks. You don't hear their voice. Right. And it's hard to tell emotion. 
Um, so when you hear them speak, that's when I go, oh, yeah, okay. Right. Right. Where, where, yeah. where, what's your tone? That's your yeah. key. Yeah. That, yeah, I get it. You it's can also. Nice when, when somebody sneezed and, and you said, God bless you, because of it. Security! Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. COVID! 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 Right here! Right here! COVID 19, right here! Get her out! COVID 19? COVID 19? You can also mouth F you to anybody you want, and they have no clue what you're saying to them. Mm. So. Well, that's something to take with us today. Yeah, you want to yeah. be negative about it. By the way, I got a, I got a text that said, uh, Sad Bro, they're sold out on uh, the MMR Rock Shop. But you know what's not? The No Sad Bro t-shirt, which, by the way, the flash sale ends today at noon. So if you wanted to get that shirt, you can do it now. It's in aisle two. It's only 16 bucks of the MMR Rock Shop, as is our uh, President Steve uh, 200-piece puzzle. I got to get that. I ordered the shirt, and I ordered two of the masks. Okay. I guess I got it just under the wire. Cool. But I got to get the puzzle too. Yep. So Wolf says that he will announce details today about more counties moving to the yellow phase. A significant portion of Pennsylvania's revenue comes from six counties in the southeastern part of the state, including Philadelphia, which will remain in the red zone with the stay-at-home order in effect until June 4th. The Pennsylvania Department of Health said Thursday that 310 more people with COVID-19 have died, raising the statewide death toll to 3,416. Health officials reported over 1,000 additional uh, people have tested positive for the virus that causes COVID-19, the first time new infections have topped 1,000 since Saturday. To date, the virus has confirmed uh, has been confirmed in about 53,000 people in Pennsylvania. The number of infections is thought to be far higher because many people have not been tested, and studies suggest people can be infected with the virus without feeling sick. There is no data on how many people have recovered. With the greater Philadelphia area in a stay-at-home order until June 4th, Dr. Rachel Levine, the Secretary of Health for the state of Pennsylvania, is urging people not to travel to the Jersey Shore. She says if those from Pennsylvania travel to New Jersey and pack the beaches, it will be almost impossible to practice social distancing. Some beaches in Cape May County have reopened to walking, fishing, and other exercising. However, all beaches are prohibiting sunbathing or any sort of stagnant gathering of people. Cape May County officials proposed an opening of the Jersey Shore plan to Governor uh, Phil Murphy earlier this week. So far, no details have been released to the public if and when the plan will go into effect. New Jersey has been hit hard with COVID-19 cases. They have 134,000 positive cases with over 8,800 deaths. Frontier Airlines will implement temperature screenings for all passengers and employees prior to boarding aircraft, making it the first major U.S. airline to announce plans to do so. And Kathy, they're going full rectal thermometer, which is... (laughs) Wow. Man, oh man. Going old school. Yeah, if you thought your TSA thing was invasive. Yeah. Well, that's the most effective temperature you it can is. get, right? So, yep. could you wipe that it. off first, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't get it from the butt. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. okay, dude. Yeah. You can get other things from it. Starting. Yeah, we're not worried about that, right? No, now. we're not worried about dude, that. Dude, don't bad. jam me up. I'm just ch- checking for COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Starting June 1st, the carrier said that it will use touchless thermometers and those with a temperature of 100.4 degrees or higher will be denied boarding in an attempt to limit the spread of COVID-19. Frontier said if its passengers' temperatures exceed that number, the flight departure and the flight departure time allows, customers will be given time to rest and receive a second temperature check. You know, if, if you have a temperature of over 104 degrees and you're still I'm planning sorry. on traveling. No, 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 no. 100. Did I say 104? You said 104.4. 100.4, sorry. Oh, okay. Because you're yeah. close to yeah. death. You're, you're, you're almost dead. You're, you're the most irresponsible prick <laughs> if you're flying with a 104 temperature. You know what, though? Just, 
<laughs> you know, this is going to impact. This is going to impact Pierre, who's invariably running at a full yeah. well, clip yeah, right. because <laughs> his body temperature will be 104. Yeah. yeah. So, Steve. So, so if they will allow that second temperature check if the boarding time allows, which Pierre, you know, is yeah. not allowing any extra time. Yeah. 108, so, sir. So a friend of mine, she um, she normally takes the train into the city to work, and, and she is working through all of this. And so they're doing the, the exact same thing that Frontier is doing. They get a first temperature check, and uh, if they're, theirs is actually uh, 99 point something. It's, it's below this 100.4 that's suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, but she said she's always, like, rushing and running, and so her temperature is up every time she goes. So she has to wait that 20 minutes every day, retake the temperature, and then once it goes down, she can go into the building. There you go. Yeah. So if a passenger doesn't pass the second Second check on Frontier Airlines, they will be denied boarding, and uh, they'll have to rebook their travel at a later date. Are they summarily euthanized at that point? No, Hmm. they don't euthanize passengers. (laughs) Employees will be held to the same standard, Frontier said. Uh, Frontier announced in late April that it will require all passengers to wear face coverings, with the policy going into effect on May 8th. I'm so sorry, sir. (laughs) People are coming to your defense, Kathy. You did say 100.4. I just heard 104. No, I heard 104. I thought I heard 104, but it's okay. All major U.S. airlines have announced that they will begin to require passengers to wear masks starting this month. Uh, The decision comes one day after the company received backlash from lawmakers and later rescinded its plan to charge passengers extra to guarantee a middle seat next to them would be would be empty. So they're not doing that. Yes. So so we talked about that the other day on on that uh, angle, Kathy, we talked about this. Uh, So I have the N95 mask. There's no way I could travel with that mask on. I would be I would die of asphyxiation (laughs) because I have to get something that's a little. A little more, a little more. Uh, I don't want to say uh, loose fitting or whatever. I want one that gets the job done. But you know, those masks just cup right over your face. Yeah, you know, I was talking to a Pico worker, a friend of mine. I was texting with him yesterday, and the masks that they have to wear when they work, they're only supposed to be wearing them at twenty minute increments. So he mm-hmm. said, um, you know, yeah, they they are working, but like everyone's having to take their masks off still. Well, the, the, there was a story of the dude, and you pro- we reported on it. Preston, you did, I think, yeah. maybe in the bizarre file about the guy who had his mask on and was driving for like an hour and a half and yeah. crashed into a tree because yep. he passed out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Frontier Airlines requiring uh, temperature checks, and then uh, all airlines, you have to wear masks now if you travel. Okay. All right, let's do sports this morning. The Eagles will open their 2020 schedule with a ride down to Washington for 1 p.m. game on September 13th against the Redskins. It's the third time in four years the Eagles will open up against uh, Washington. The Eagles are scheduled to play four games in primetime in 2020, and three of the games are at home. One of those games is a Monday night football matchup against the Seattle Seahawks on November 30th, which is also tentatively scheduled as the first night for the Camp Out for Hunger. This is the 14th consecutive season the Eagles have been scheduled to play at least four primetime games. They're by week comes in week nine, which uh, splits the 16-game schedule into two equal parts. According to a report in the New York Post, the NHL's plan to resume and finish this season includes an idea of a 2014 postseason with the best of three play-in round. I feel like it changes every day with the NHL. Yeah, it got, yeah. Well, everyone's trying to be fluid. A yep. specific format 
for such a scenario has not been established, but the league's reopening plan has shifted from completing the regular season uh, to instead staging a 2014 tournament. The NHL has not officially made any decisions on how, when, or where it will resume play. And Bryce Harper would like to participate in the Olympics when the baseball uh, baseball returns to the summer games in 2021. The Phillies outfielder expressed his desire to see major league players take part in the competition. Which he wants be to be in uh, synchronized swimming, right? <laughs> no, he wants to play baseball. Oh, I'm sorry. At the Olympics for the first time since 2008 when the games opened in Tokyo. Baseball was an official sport in the Olympics from 1992 to 2008, but only amateurs and minor league players could play because it would have interrupted major league season. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. I want to move right along because we got a lot to get to today and it's already 624. So we have MMR's Rock Free Fund today and Monday, and then we're done. Seven times today, seven times on Monday. So there's ample opportunity uh, for you to participate, and we would love for you to win, so don't miss out. 8 and 10 a.m., your two shots this morning with the President and Steve show alone. Uh, we give away our Word of the Week prize, $300 Primo Hoagies gift card. That's at the end of the show. And we're going to have joining us on the program, we mentioned the other day, Mystery Science Theater 3000 was doing a... Um, uh, a screening, a special online version of the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a live thing. It was called, it was like a, a riff along is what they were calling it. And our show was mentioned during it. They said, is that the new Preston and Steve uh, catchphrase? <laughs> Explosive bolts? Or something along those lines. And we were like, whoa, a lot of people sent it to us. And uh, it turns out that, that one of the uh, producers is local. But not only that, Joel Hodgson, the guy who actually created it and was the original host and everything, lives in Philadelphia. Yeah, <gasps> yeah, he yeah. Wor- does he work for a uh, for a local tech company as well. I had no idea. Moved here a few years ago. Yeah, and I, I remember that. I remember that show when I lived in St. Louis. He's been around for a long yeah. time. For me, he's always been the face of the show right from the beginning. Yeah, he, he's yeah. been the show. So uh, Joel is going to get in touch with us, as is Matt McGinnis, who is a writer and producer on the program. Maybe we can find out how we ended up uh, in the dialogue, which is an honor. Regardless, honestly. do you know that that show, Mystery Science Theater, was named uh, one of the 100 most important shows uh, forever uh, by Time Magazine? No way. Yes. I love it. quite an honor. Excellent. So we'll talk to those guys later on this morning around 9 o'clock. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is on the way. Stupid questions, some giveaways. Stay with us. It's Friday, bro. You know what that means. No sad, sad bro. We'll be right back. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. If you're looking to celebrate someone, simply say I love you or honor mom. Steven Singer has safe and free shipping in time for Mother's Day. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question. We're going to give away a $50 cash card from Armor Metals and Recycling. And the question that I have for you is the programming code for Firefox can be altered and freely distributed. What term is used to describe this type of project? I have no idea what I'm talking about here. So You're I talking about the... Got it from a trivia card. Okay, so Firefox is a browser. Well, I know what that is. Yeah. But the fact that it can be altered and freely distributed, what term is used to describe this type of project? Huh, okay. I have no idea what that is. I got the answer here, but, you, you know, hopefully you, computer-type person, will know what this is. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Wasn't there a Clint Eastwood movie, Firefox? There was. About a super high-tech Russian fighter jet that he actually... 
and went behind steal. lines and stole it. Yeah, it was yeah. pretty cool. I think that was called Firefox. Yeah. And then they had an arcade game uh, based on that. Based on that, oh. that was at the time was the badass yeah, flying yeah. game that you could play in the arcade. It was but, a pretty uh, good movie. Yeah. All right, so we'll see if we can get an answer to the question. And birthdays today, while well, we're waiting for that answer, today is May 8th. Melissa Gilbert of Little House on the Prairie is 56 years old today. Um, really don't know. She doesn't really do much else. Wasn't she, she the president of SAG for a while? She was. She was. Yeah. yeah, but acting-wise, I She don't... was married to Bruce Boxleitner. Of course, we all know, Kathy, you'd know for him from Babylon 5. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, she's Oddly done enough, some stuff. I have a Babylon Five uh, birthday today. Oh, Stephen First, ah. who was Kent Flounder Dorfman on Animal House oh in Animal House, but he was also uh, in, on in Babylon Five and Saint Elsewhere. It, he'll for me the thing that will that just makes his character will always be burned into my mind is when he comes into the frat party with his date, <laughs> and that bottle gets. Scream past his head, smashes, hits his girlfriend's hairdo, yes. and then smashes on the door behind him. But the look on his face is to like, hi guys. I know. I know. She doesn't flinch at all. And and it was um the director. It was John Landis. He Threw said, bottle, You come right? in, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna throw something at you. Yeah. Hurled a real <laughs> bottle. He passed away a few years ago, Stephen First. Yeah, he did. Yes. Really? Uh, yeah, I know and you don't normally report on uh, dead, dead uh, they birthdays. Normally, they yeah. normally don't have deceased uh, people on this list. Well, that's I, too bad. I think this same mistake may have happened last year. Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but I, yeah, okay, he passed away in 2017. In, I'll get in touch with my services, supplies of birthdays. It allowed us to talk about and remember him fondly, though. Let him know yeah. that he's dead. I, I will this always, is your in-memorium section, Preston. I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I, I will always remember from the, I mean, there's loads of things from Animal House you can remember about his character specifically, but when Niedermeyer grabs him, he goes, I've got a good mind to smash your fat face. <laughs> uh, so, happy birthday, were he alive, yeah. Stephen First. Uh, Tony Tennille, I think she's still alive. She's uh-huh. 80 years old of Captain and Tennille. It's the captain who's dead. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. He passed away Daryl Dragon. Yeah, last year. Muskrat love. I hated this song. I hated this video. They had people in muskrat costumes. Oh, God, I don't even remember that. Oh, my God. God, Steve. I'll do this for you instead. I, there you go. That's better. I, if, okay, if you talk about songs of that era, for some reason this morning, I know I was thinking of it. I was thinking of uh, of COVID-19, of all things. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking of of the term wildfire because that's the way I kind of use I use it as an analogy. They can get away from you. So, Steve. I love that song. I pulled up the song I Wildfire it. from it- Michael Murphy. Yeah, it's on my uh, it's on it's in my iTunes. Is I, it I, really? It also is one of those songs that has uh, ends with a piano piece that I love. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You guys don't know that song, do you? No. Yeah. They call him it's about a girl whose pony uh, ran out into a snowstorm yeah. and she chased after it and she died. Oh. She and the pony died yeah. out in the woods. It's a lovely little song about a girl who died. That's really it. That's, yeah. You know, uh, so many of these songs used to hum along in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. a little girl. Well, we don't, I don't know. know. We don't know. We know um, her horse died. She probably tried to eat the horse. Once yeah. the horse died, she was went, starving. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> huh. Anyway. Shot it in the head and ate it. I think it was Michael Martin Murphy was yeah, his name. Yeah, yeah. Or Michael. Yeah, one of those. Whatever. It's a triple M. I know One that. hit wonder. Uh, but I knew you would appreciate it. Oh, God, that. yeah. That's one uh, of my favorites. All right, moving on. Uh, Alex Van Halen. Oh, man. What? I, I was following. Where? 
There's Tony Tennille. I skipped right over I'll that. Go, I'll come back to him if you want. No, 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 no. No sad, bro. No okay. sad. It is Friday. All right, so you should pull a pot for teacher. I am going to do that. Because uh, Alex Van Halen is 67 years old. Alex is a badass drummer. This is one of the great rock drum riffs of all time, I think. Yeah. Um, and it's... The thing is about it, though, is uh, he overdubbed this part. Uh, oh. That very beginning, and what he's playing in the kind middle of a cheat. is yeah, it's a bit of a cheat, from what I understand, um, because when he when they play it live, he does not do this full intro to it. Now, you can do it, and I have seen videos on how to do it, but it's really hard to it's play. It's foot pedals mostly, is it not? Well, this part is. This part I can right. play. I can, but that very very beginning part is is very difficult to play. I can't play that. I've never actually. It looked too complex. I wouldn't try to do it. But this, I can play the rest of this song. But yeah, it's a double bass. Yeah, yeah. It's not a really super hard rhythm to play. It just sounds really cool and uh, it's very iconic. And he came up with it. So God bless him. Uh, Alex Van Halen, sixty-seven years old today. Uh, David Keith. Here you go. This is what Casey had written. So David Keith is an actor who many people often would confuse with Patrick Swayze. Mm. No. Yeah, they look fairly similar. Do you know who I get him confused? This is another one of those things where I will get him confused with somebody else and they don't look anything like each other, but they're both that kind of that guy, uh, is is Rooker. uh, Oh, Michael... Michael yeah. Rooker. Yeah, Michael yeah, Rooker. Yeah. For some reason. The Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. and uh, Walking Dead. But in their earlier career. Yeah, yeah, I could see I kinda, that, though. They're both kind of kind of imposing characters, you know what I mean? So look, at the, we have side-by-side of David Keith and uh, Patrick Swayze. Well, Similarity, yeah. A little, a little bit. bit yeah. uh, he was in uh, a fire starter, and uh, obviously he, he doesn't end up well in an officer and a gentleman. But yeah, yeah. he was the uh, one of the actors du jour at that time. Yep. He's 66 today. Uh, Philip Bailey. Uh, from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Awesome, great singer. He sings a real high pitched falsetto, and uh, he's the he's the duet in uh, Easy Lover with yes. Phil Collins. Yeah, uh, he sings the high part. Great singer, man. He's sixty nine years old today. Uh, Chris Franz, drummer of Talking Heads, is sixty nine. And then the last birthday, Stephen Amell, Steve from Arrow. Yes, is thirty nine years old today. Uh, the first three or four seasons of Arrow was fantastic. And uh, then it, a lot of these shows, it starts to feed on the, itself. There were repetitive plot lines, and uh, I disconnected after, like, season five or six. But the show was so good. So his brother's Robbie Amell, who was also in The Flash. Yep. And it's kind of like no fair, uh, how good-looking they are. Yeah, both but, brothers. Yeah. It's disgusting. It's, it's crazy it's, physical And in great shape, shape. too. Yeah. So Rob, up, go ahead. Yeah, no, no. So Robbie Amell's in this show that I just spent, I basically watched in a weekend called Upload on uh, on Amazon Prime, which I really enjoyed. You said, Preston, it's very similar to another movie you would watch, where basically, instead of dying, you can upload your consciousness to, like, a... You know, computer yeah, like program. a mainframe or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. San Junipero was the name of the episode on uh, oh, Black, Black Mirror. Oh, Black Mirror. Yeah. Mirror. yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I wanted to recommend for anybody who, out there who wants to binge something, upload as it was a fun, I thought, a fun watch. All right. Cool. He is 39 today, so happy birthday, everyone. Let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. So uh, the program code for Firefox can be altered and freely distributed. What term is used to describe this type of project? 215263WMMR, and I will go to, it says Mike S. on the screen here. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank you, Mike. All right, what type of uh, project are we talking about here, am I describing? Open 
Open source. Open source. Uh, Correct. Hang on, Mike. We have a $50 cash card from Armor Metals and Recycling. You can get cash for your scrap, bring in your metal, wires, computers, and more, and walk away with cash. Armor Metals pays uh, top dollar for your ferrous and non-ferrous metals, appliances, and old computers. You can get cash in your hand today at Armor Metals and Recycling. All right, let's get started. Steve, I do this only for you and Kathy. Uh, since announcing her split from husband Jay Cutler yeah. <laughs> after 10 years and three children together, Kristen Cavallari has been laying low, but on Thursday, she broke her social media silence to wish her son Jackson a happy sixth birthday. That was it? That was, was it? it? Yep. Huh. Happy sixth birthday, my little man. Jaxie, you have such a sweet, sweet, sensitive side, yet have the ability to make everyone laugh with your incredible sense of humor and wit. You light up a room and make this world a better place. I'm so thankful to be your mama. Love you forever, Angel. Please don't grow up to be your POS dad. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I hope she actually said that to him and not just posted it on social media for the six-year-old. No, no, no. I mean, she's a very busy woman, Preston. Read your Instagram today. I sent you something. Uh, Could you tell me right now, Mommy? No, I'm very busy. (laughs) (laughs) She and Cutler also share Camden and Sailor. Uh, So that is all. That's just an update. Uh, This is too bad, but um, Broke, the TV show with Pauly Perrette, is canceled. What? I know. We just had it. It had the highest ratings for a CBS sitcom premiere. Did it really? It did. Oh, man. It must not have done well with uh, test audiences or something. God damn. This is is merciless, that TV industry. I feel bad. Thank God having talent isn't a part of a radio career. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But they, they used to they used to give you a run. Some some uh, shows would tank for a year or two and then yeah. all of a sudden come around. Uh, no, Seinfeld. But Seinfeld more, yeah. didn't click until its third, fourth season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but she says she's always grateful for the opportunity that CBS <sighs> gave her Pauly Perrette. Uh, she said about the limited series, uh, broke, many new episodes are airing. It says uh, this show restored my faith in people in this industry. So grateful I worked with this cast and crew. Best people I ever worked with. Healed me. Changed me. Made me whole. Gave me the opportunity to talk to Preston and Steve. So blessed. Yeah. Uh, so she tweeted that. As many fans recall, Perrette left NCIS after 15 years on CBS under murky circumstances two years ago. At the time, she sent out cryptic tweets alleging that a machine was keeping her silent and feeding false stories about her. She also alluded to multiple physical assaults without getting into details. Many television shows and production crews will hire kill bots to keep the actors in line. I think that's what she was talking well, about. Sometimes their egos get out of control. Oh, my God. Gotta, yeah. You got to keep them in check. Rupert Grint and Georgia Groom have just welcomed their first child into hey! the world less than a month after announcing that they were set to become parents. So uh, there's another recommendation for you here, Preston. We were okay. talking about you're watching Prodigal Son. Yes. Very good show. Servant. Oh. M. Night Shyamalan show on Apple. Yeah, it's I got to get that. So, Kathy? Did you finish I, it? Still, there, I did finish it. Yeah, there's still one scene that I like will never get out of my head, and for whatever reason, it's not like that significant, but it just bothers me so bad. Tr- it, troubled you, or or you, tr- yeah, like it just that disturbing, that, like, the, it, disturbing like that image in my. I mean, it's not going to give anything away, but when he pulls that like splinter or whatever out of yeah, his mouth, yeah, I, I, like I can't get it out of my head. I will tell you this: there, so the 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 part of the plot line involves uh, the husband is a gourmet chef. It involves a baby that that is a doll that becomes right. a baby. But um, there is a uh, correlation drawn between, as things are being discussed a lot of times, Preston, he'll be preparing food and you, and it'll, 
it'll seem extra disgusting as he's preparing the food. Okay. He does it like in a Hitchcock fashion, but this, the series is great. And Rupert Grint is on the show. Okay. He's tremendous. All right. Uh, so the happy news was revealed in a statement as a couple's publicist announced Rupert Grint and George Groom are delighted to confirm the birth of their baby girl. We would ask that you respect their privacy at this very special time. No, we're talking about it right now. Rupert and Georgia have stayed pretty private throughout their whole pregnancy, so it's understandable they are yet to reveal the baby name or release any pictures. Uh, Georgia's pregnancy was first announced after the couple were spotted out on lockdown stroll last month with Georgia's bump appearing on display. They later confirmed the news. Uh, They've been dating since 2011, but they've notoriously kept their relationship on the down low so much so the fans hadn't even realized that they were a couple until 2018. So they keep it very, very private. Casey uh, gave me this story. It might have been day before yesterday. So if there are developments about it, um, you may need to check on that. But uh, NFL star Earl Thomas was held at gunpoint by his wife, Nina, after she discovered him naked in bed with several other women. The shocking incident allegedly occurred in the early hours of April 13th when the Baltimore Ravens safety was confronted by his spouse at an Airbnb rental in Austin, Texas. An enraged Nina allegedly pointed a 9mm Beretta at Earl's head before he managed to wrestle the weapon away from her. Police were called to the scene. Nina was arrested for burglary at a residence with intent to commit aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. She subsequently released for custody. Uh, they're high school sweethearts. They got married in 2016. They share three kids. They're young, by the way. The kids are young. After the scandal broke Wednesday, just hours before his 31st birthday, Earl shared a video to Instagram stating, uh, keep us in your prayers. Stuff like this happens. Pray for us as we go through this. We're back talking. I'm seeing my kid. (laughs) Stuff like this happens in country western songs. So according to a police report obtained by TMZ, Earl and Nina had been arguing about his drinking habits on April 12th before he picked up at their home uh, he was picked up at their home by his brother, Seth. Later in the day, Nina allegedly uh, logged into Earl's Snapchat account and wow. noticed a video of him with another woman. She Ooh. used the account to track him to a nearby Airbnb rental and asked two of her girlfriends to come with her to the address to confront him. She's good, man. She claimed she took Earl's 9 millimeter Beretta in order to scare him. Upon arrival at the rental, Nina reportedly discovered Earl and his brother, Seth, Naked in bed with other women, at which point she pulled out the gun and put it to her husband's head. Nina believed the gun, this is according to um, an insider, says Nina believed the gun could not fire because she took out the magazine. However, there was still a round in the chamber. People who don't know their way around weapons don't realize that there's, you know, they call it one in the pipe. Right. You you gotta, you gotta (laughs) release it. You gotta take it out or you still have a loaded weapon. Uh, so an onlooker inside the rental home recorded a video of the incident, which is said to show Nina pointing uh, the gun at Earl's head from less than a foot away. And it can clearly be seen that Nina's finger was on the trigger and the safety is disengaged. But he was in bed with his brother, brother and, and other women. You've never uh, had a, a group really? sex with your brother? No, not. I mean, not yet. Yeah, Earl yeah. wrestled the gun Kathy? away from Nina before she struck <laughs> oh, him in the nose. God. Hang on, there's more here. Uh, TMZ reports that Nina also threatened several women in the rental house, pointing the gun at them and yelling, I got something for all you hoes. Uh, one of Nina's friends was allegedly holding a knife. Police uh, arrived shortly thereafter and arrested Nina and two of her pals. Earl was not taken into custody. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so this is a whole, wow. uh, yeah. 
This is like a scripted okay. movie. This uh-huh. is, you've done me wrong. Uh-huh. I'm going to seek my revenge. But the fact that she sort of reverse engineered Snapchat yeah. to get the location, that's great. So this, I mean, obviously this happened a while ago, and they had kept it private for a little while. And then TMZ got a hold of something, and Earl knew that TMZ got a hold of something. So then he released a video. Basically, he wanted to, to beat TMZ. Yeah, ahead of it? Yeah. But... He said something that was really, and listen, I understand, like, man, this is private. Like, I really didn't want this to get out. And so his, like, mea culpa video, he basically said, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, life doesn't, you know, go as planned. And I'm like, well, what was planned here? Like, you, you know, like, you you were in bed with your brother. Like, <laughs> like you know, life, sometimes life doesn't go as planned is not necessarily the thing I would say as a, as a mea culpa. As, like, as a, yeah, yeah follow-up to that story, a make good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who knows? He's got to do something, I guess, is, that's the way he feels, but, you know. It's a, not unless he did something different and perhaps uh, allowed us to watch him watch some of his favorite shows. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. like that, uh, that, <laughs> that show reality that we show last yesterday. night where you get to watch celebrities watch their favorite TV shows, and that could have distracted them. Yeah. Anybody watch any of that? I did not. Okay. I watched one second. I was too busy looking into my living room. Yeah, I can't uh, bring myself to do that. All right. Anyway, uh, that story, we'll, we'll see where this goes, okay? Uh, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie may not have finalized their divorce. They share a $67 million French castle. That's one of the sticking points. Uh, but they are on much better terms, according to Us Weekly. They share six children, of course. And Brad was reportedly struggling to remain on good terms with the kids as the parents had trouble juggling their busy schedules and locations. But it seems the troubles have subsided. A source says things between Brad and Always Angelina a source. are better than they have been. They're more cordial. They're aiming toward resolutions that ah. work for each of them. Uh, now he gets to see the youngest kids every few days. Uh, his relationship with Maddox and Pax is still reportedly strained, but Jolie is impressed with Brad's continued sobriety and is working to give him regular updates on all the kids. Uh, Brad can't attend his usual uh, AA meetings uh, because of lockdown, but he is reportedly in regular contact with his support network. So, so what was it, the, the kid that he got into the main encounter or conflict with? Was that Pax? I believe so. All right. I lose track of him. There's a lot of kids there yeah. with all different names. No. Nope. Uh, quarantining is challenging for everyone, especially when you're stuck alone without loved ones. Courtney Cox told Ellen DeGeneres on Thursday that she and her Snow Patrol beau, Johnny McDale, are in different countries. Uh, she said he was supposed to go to Switzerland to write, and instead uh, he had to go to England first, and then all of a sudden quarantine happened. I've not seen him in so long, and you don't realize we spent a lot of time on FaceTime, but it's like, oh, my God, I just miss, you know, his physical touch. Just I need all. Dong. Mm-hmm. It's been really hard, she said. This is the longest time. Saturday Night Live will uh, wrap up on May 9th uh, for the final episode of the show's 45th season. Uh, and this will be the third episode shot from home. So yeah, they they've, made been, the they've been doing pretty well with that. I wonder, would this be about the time that uh, Saturday Night Live would wrap up anyway? Were there no pandemic? I do not know that. And I was wondering the same yeah. thing. I'm not really sure. So, uh, Kate Middleton opened up. And I'm sure you guys were all curious about her uh, delightful home life during the pandemic. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> Did you really? I, I, think she's a, I think she's wonderful, man. I, I think like she's her. adorable. Yeah. Uh, she said, it's really hard. Uh, we hadn't done a huge amount of FaceTime and Face calls and things like that, but obviously we're doing that a lot more now, and actually it's been really great. 
Uh, we try and check in daily with family members and speak to them about news and things like that. And in some ways, I suppose, we've got a lot more FaceTime than perhaps we would have uh, done before. But it's difficult. You're my favorite, by the way. I love you. That's uh, like that little whore. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to I'm doing the elephant documentary. Uh, it's hard to explain to a five and six, nearly seven year old what's going on. She says she has a good sense of humor. She has a nice laugh. She's attractive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying, like man? You know yeah. what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I don't know. I watched the elephant documentary yesterday. Isn't it great? It is. It's really and good. and uh, honestly, Meghan Markle does a completely fine job. I don't know what the whole what the BS was about. She wasn't. Oh, it's just because you know, it's her. It's her. But well, you talk about an elephant. Doesn't yeah. require a lot of work. Look at how fat it is. Yep. Uh, Robert De Niro uh, dropped by the Late Show and shared his desire to play New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, whose response during the pandemic he admires. Uh, he tells Stephen Colbert he's doing what any president should do, adding that he would actually like to play him in any upcoming film about the pandemic. You blow it! Uh, I got a I got a text from somebody who said we were talking about uh, wearing the face, you know, wearing masks. Yeah, right yeah. Now. yeah. And, Casey, you were saying, you know, you can make uh, faces underneath yeah. there if you want to. And uh, he said he's been going around doing the De Niro face uh, the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of, yeah. that kind of f- weird frown right, yeah, uh, yeah. thing look. But, uh, what he's, the hell are you doing? Exactly. Doing your face. Uh, CBS All Access will be rebooted this summer. Viacom CBS CEO Bob Bakish, or Bakish, I'm not sure how you say his name. Well, now that we're two years into it, it seems a little old. Now, yeah. Stop! What's uh, the reboot for? New films will include more than 100 uh, from Paramount and shows from Nickelodeon and BET. It's 100. Uh, 100, sorry. Backish also promised a critical mass of live sports, including exclusive streaming rights to women's soccer and UAIFA matches. So All Access, CBS All Access, is supposed to be the channel that's going to carry The Shining, Preston. Oh, well, I'll have to. Yeah. I'll have to. Yeah. And you got to pay for it? Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? And and it sucks because they'll they'll get one thing you want, and then you got to decide. So there's Picard as well, and there's uh, Discovery. You okay, know, so you got some stuff. Yeah, yeah. To add to your forty five thousand other shows that you watch. Speaking of the other uh, uh, paid uh, services, you know, so I, we 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 bowed and, and got to Disney Plus, and somebody was texting about me about a show that I thought sounded interesting, and it's all about uh, props. Uh, from famous props from Disney movies. Yeah, well, is it the Imagineering one? I, I guess that's, that's what it, it. is. It's yeah. the whole history. Uh, Nick, how it's, great it's is great. the show? Is it? Yeah, it's, yeah, and I don't have Disney Plus anymore, Preston, but I was watching it when I had it, um, and so I, I kind of go in and out of streaming services that I keep, but Imagineering is a reason to get Disney Plus. That's how good it is. Imagineering. It yeah. shows from the absolute beginning of Walt Disney's journey. To create uh, the 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 studio, the animations, the theme parks, everything. Now that I'm in on. Unbelievable from okay. from you know buy just buying up the land and people saying, "Are you nuts? This is in the middle of nowhere." How many episodes is it, Nick? Any idea? It's about like no, they, yeah, they did an entire season. Yeah. So um, yeah, six maybe. Yeah, six yeah. episodes. Yeah, the Imagineering story is what it's called, the full title. But um, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's it's just really well done. And Steve's absolutely right. It just it covers so much. Um, and so if you're into that at all, I recommend it. All right, hour long. Yeah, yes. about an hour. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I don't know if that's the um, if that's the show that you're talking about, Press. I think there there might be a separate one on on just props. Imagineering is basically the. 
the history of Walt Disney and Walt Disney World. I, there, there might be a separate one that is just yeah, on, on I, props. I, the name doesn't quite sound familiar. Right. I'm, I'm on board for this. Yeah, uh, yeah. If somebody happens to know what it is, uh, please let me know. because, um, Or if we got it right, then, then that's great. But I, I, I forgot the name of it, which is typical for me. Okay, <laughs> moving on. Uh, let's see. A beloved English teacher at a high school in Bristol, Virginia, was surprised with a sweet video from Dwayne The Rock Johnson in honor of her retirement. Uh, Carol Probst has always enjoyed The Rock's jaunty eyebrow arch, but she didn't really zero in on him, she said, as my celebrity crush until I was involuntarily drafted to chaperone some students who were attending a showing of Fast Five at a local movie theater. Uh-huh. Uh, props said that Johnson's character Hobbs riveted her from the start and pay homage to props such a good actor uh, for her retirement. <sighs> Fellow teacher Noah Ashbrook launched a social media campaign to get her an autograph from Johnson. He tweeted to Johnson for 70 straight days wow. in an effort to get his attention and the persistence paid off and uh, The Rock recorded a video for her sent along as a gift. So that's pretty nice. A lot of women dig him, man. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah. And you know what? He does some pretty cool things. Yeah. He does some pretty There's nice. There's nothing wrong with him. Yeah. Uh, a note, Preston, the show you're looking for is Prop Culture. That's it. There okay. you go. Um, so there's one for you to check I out. I have see. not. I, I've seen it listed, and I'll have to check it out. And then another one is uh, Robbie Amell and Steve Amell are cousins and not brothers. All right. So a little correction on yes. the text message. Programming notes. Thank you. We appreciate it. A, a grateful nation celebrates. Right. So... Uh, it's Friday. First of all, no sad bro. Yeah. Uh, but there are new movies actually being released. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason we do this. <laughs> Uh, it's a movie being released uh, this weekend, and these are all for streaming, I guess, Steve? Direct-to-video. Okay. They would have gotten theatrical releases mm. if the theaters were open. Walk Away Joe is one, and it is a it has no rating. It's an action-adventure drama, and it's directed by Tom Wright. Uh, it stars David uh, Strathern and Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as well as Julian Feeder and or Fetter. Uh, and Julie Ann Emery. And the story, it's a story of an unlikely friendship between a young boy searching for his father in pool halls across the country and a wandering loner hiding from his past. In each other, they experience the power of a second chance and a shot at redemption. They say if you like leaving your TV on, this is the movie for you. <laughs> okay, because there's no score. Yeah, yeah. There's no Rotten Tomatoes score. <laughs> All right, uh, then the other movie opening is How to Build a Girl. And it's rated arts comedy. It is directed by Koki Gidrich, some, 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 the other. For Berg. Uh, it stars uh, Beanie Feldstein. Yeah, she's uh, she's kind of a new it girl. Alfie, Very funny. Alfie Allen, uh, Emma Thompson, and others. So there's some legitimacy in there. Yeah. Uh, so what's it about? Uh, uh, jo- Johanna? Yeah, Johanna Morrigan is a bright. Quirky 16-year-old who uses her colorful imagination to regularly escape her humdrum life in Wolverhampton and live out her creative fantasies. Desp- um, 
The print is so tiny. Come on, you can do it. You Desperate can. to break free from the overcrowded flat she shares with her four brothers and eccentric parents. She I su- can't see without his glasses. I'm wearing them. <laughs> she submits an earnestly penned and offbeat music review to a group of self-important indie rock critics at a weekly magazine. Despite being brushed off initially, Johanna clamors to the top of the 90s rock music scene by reinventing herself as Dolly Wilde. A venerable, impossible-to-please music critic with an insatiable lust. And it's the guy from Game of Thrones who is the main love interest, Preston. He's also the villain in John Wick. Yes, he uh, played... uh, Hamas. Fan Greyjoy. Hamas Greyjoy. Yes, thank you, Casey. And Uh, then this chick, chick, uh, Beanie. Uh, She's from Booksmart, right? She's from Booksmart, which was directed by uh, Olivia Wilde. Uh, by the way, it's got a 78%. So, so decent, there you go. Decent right. score, which is cool. It actually looks, yeah, it looks pretty cool. Okay, and now we're on to clips. A man recounts his disturbing relationship with his twin brother on HBO's new miniseries, I Know This Much Is True. In this clip, Catherine Hahn describes how the show's director, Derek Sanfrance, I guess that's how you say his name, impacted their performances. Here we go. He really gives you an incredible amount of empowerment and autonomy to figure that person out yourself. And so he would just ask a gazillion questions. And in the talking it out, you started to feel this autonomy of who you were. And so you were able to really bring that history and that texture into those scenes. I don't give a f***. Uh, I know this much is true. Premiere Sunday at 9. That's on HBO. Here's the next clip. A show created to teach young single people about uh, creating genuine connections instead of typical flings is the Netflix series Too Hot to Handle. Yeah, that's exactly what it's all about. (laughs) What a crock of crap. In this clip, cast member Francesca Farrago discusses her least favorite part of the experience. Here we go. Seeing the person that you like in bed with someone else or having to go to bed beside someone that you're not on good terms with. It was just like these awkward encounters, which is what kind of forced everyone to, if you did have an argument or if if there was something wrong, you did have to make up. So it just forced everything like right in your face and you just had to like get over the situation and just move on. Shut up, dummy. Uh, She's the worst one. Is she? Yeah, she's an Instagram model and uh, if if you're looking for a villain in the show, it's her. But uh, if you're a fan of Underboob, Tune into this show. You know, there has been a lot of uh, discussion about underboob lately, and this show is is a big uh, <laughs> leading the charge proponent of you, Nick, that. you sent out an article about the. Um, I mean, everyone's rocking it. Yep. It's just ridiculous. It's it's, it's so bad. If it's you a want, terrible if, show. I watched it, so I as per your recommendation, I I, could, I, I couldn't get hammered. As you'd also recommend it as well, too, to kind of get lit up. <laughs> but uh, uh, they, they are really hot. Uh, it's its just, it, it might as well take place on another planet because there's no there's no connection to reality. But they there's just this precedent. It's super hot people just counting the seconds till they, till they can bang. But the whole concept is if they bang, they lose money. Oh, so you have to abstain. Right. Okay. All right, but they are Can these out. people... Keep from can they, urges. can they stop being animals? Right, right. All right so yes, uh, they they make out a couple times, case, but they get in trouble for that and they lose money. So they they lose okay. a lot of money if they have sex or if there's self pleasure so involved. It is it's dumb. so dumb, is so especially dumb. because you know the the producers they want them to have sex. That's the and, money shot. No and, pun intended. And if they if they all didn't, then they would be very upset about it. I would imagine. Yeah. So okay. All right. Anyhow. Uh, Too Hot to Handle is available to stream now on Netflix. If you need to see that. All right, we got a break. Uh, we have MMR's Rock Refund twice today. Uh, it happens seven times 
through the entire day today, and it's today and then Monday, and then we're done with That's it. it. That's it. So this is we're coming down to the final warning. So don't miss your opportunity. And we have the creator of Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand, Joel Hodgson, joining us. Joel lives in Philadelphia. We we're just talking about Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand the other day. They did a special online uh, version of the show. We got mentioned in the show to our surprise, and we're and, s- such egomaniacs. We have to find out how this happened. So he and uh, Matt McGinnis, who's one of the writers and producers, who is a Philly native as well, are going to be joining us, and maybe we can clear it all up when we get yes. on this morning. So I hope it's something we like hearing. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us through the course of today's program. We would love to have you. We'll be right back. Bless you. Glad you asked. Dirty honey. The Black Keys. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Yes, we're trying to, uh, you know, do our best with uh, what we have to work with. And uh, People are at remote locations and we're using our phones to see each other. That's how it works. So... Uh, I had to restart my phone. There was something wrong with it, so uh, therefore it kind of threw everything out of whack while we were in the commercial break. It's funny. For all of the technical aspects of things that could be going wrong, I'm amazed at how right most of the stuff goes. It's pretty wild. All right, so what I was trying to say was I don't think Kathy's phone was muted because... I could hear her voice coming through your phone, Preston. And right. if, it was, though. And if it wasn't muted, um, I would just see her lips moving, and I wouldn't hear it actually coming out of her. Right, I understand. You, know you didn't have your headphones on, yeah. So. yeah. I, can, uh, I can hear her through my phone, too, um, Casey. So I, somewhere along the way, Kathy's phone is not muted. I don't know why, Kathy. Right now? Yeah, right yeah, now. I hear you, I hear you yeah, coming I can through hear the you phone. Too, coming through the phone. I have, my computer is muted, and my uh, the FaceTime is, is muted. Okay, so are you sure? <laughs> so, Kathy, do I'm me a favor. I will send you a screenshot. I, I no, I believe you. I wholeheartedly believe you. There's just a, a glitch, so you need to you need to go out of FaceTime and then come back on. Okay, so go out, come back on, bye. mute it, and try it yeah, again. Bye bye. I will you tell go. you this: it's happened Jesus. with me where my icon was on and yet it wasn't muted. Sure. Yeah, yeah, it can happen. Listen, I just uh, mm-hmm. a moment ago, Kathy. Now, can we hear you speak? Hello, hello. That's much better. See, it worked. It's not you. It's your phone. And, uh, but it's you. Listen, everybody's figuring. We're all, I think, stepping, not all, but a lot of people are stepping outside of their comfort zones technologically right now as we're trying to communicate in different ways. I know that I've been having to explore some things that I've never really messed around with before. To be honest, I probably should have by now already figured some things out. And it's it's good. We're figuring these things out. Listen. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, disease. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Hey, uh, I have a couple of emails I would like to pass along. This one is from uh, Justin Mattia or Mattia, uh, and he writes... Oh, the Matter Babies. He wants to... What's the Matter Baby? He would like to send a shard out to Drew Lynch. Drew has been a master plumber at Drexelbrook Apartments for the past 39 years and he's retiring. Oh, my 39 years. Yeah, he and he says, Drew is more than just a plumber with numerous duties, including making sure everyone has gas. He is the heart of the community. Hey-o. Listen, while we will miss him, we all agree it's time he goes fishing for something other than brown trout. <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew listens to your show every morning on his way to work between 7 and 7.30 a.m. and continuously throughout his day. 
He loves the show, and you always make him laugh, and we can't think of a better send-off for Drew than getting a shard out on his last day, which is today, May 8th. So Case, we need to rock a Tom Jones. So he okay. seems to be like that guy that everybody loves yeah. where he works. Yeah. So I, we definitely like want to do... Like a Jose guy. Yeah, we want to do a big one for him. All so right, this go. one is for Drew. <laughs> Good luck to you, Drew. 39 years retiring. Today's his last day. Wow. 39 wow. years of the job. Wow. Yeah. That is amazing. All right. Here's another one that says, hey, guys, my name is Ashley. I met you guys at Jake and Cooper's around Christmas time. Uh, you remember the the gal that we met? And yeah. She ended yeah. up bringing yeah. her daughter here. Uh, she says, the reason for my email today is because my daughter's big, sweet, sweet 16 birthday is today. Ah. And she's got a little story behind it. Other than the quarantine putting a damper on this milestone of a birthday, it is also the first birthday without my dad, her grandfather, only father figure in life, and bestest friend in the whole world, <sighs> suddenly passed away back in February. That sucks. Uh, and if all this wasn't enough, Saturday is also my dad's birthday. My daughter and dad always celebrated their birthdays together. Mm. My daughter is dreading this birthday, and I'm doing my best to make it a happy day for her, but it is a struggle. Uh, I'm hoping that you can find a few seconds on Friday to give a birthday shout-out or shout-out to my daughter, Emma Genevieve Caustic. Casey? Uh, my Another dad, one? my yeah. dad, by the way, was Jim Brooks. Uh, so he, they would have shared their birthday together. And it's her sweet 16. So thank you for your time. Hope you're all doing well. And that is from Ashley Caustic. Yeah, this requires an industrial strength. I think. So here right, we go. Here we go. Yeah! We're going to be doing a few of these. Okay, so here's another one. It says, uh, <laughs> my wife Rachel has been an avid listener and fan of yours since uh, the show began in 2005. She's a member of Zeta Eta Pop. Yeah. She's a sister. sister. And has been to calendar release parties, cardboard classics, and several movie screenings. I'm writing in the hope somebody can send a shard out or email to someone who is unbelievably special. She is a nurse practitioner and sole provider of care for Roosevelt Nursing Home in the Northeast. I think it's super important to acknowledge her role in taking care of many older, medically ill residents who have been diagnosed with COVID-19 as well as all the other nurses during Nurses Week. More importantly, she is an awesome mom to five kids. Could we get her a shard out and wish her a happy Nurses Week and happy Mother's Day? I know 100% it will brighten her day. That is from Matt Abad. And here we go again, Casey. Fire! way that shard out is not a it's not a one pre-recorded piece uh, no casey and steve perform that yes together the same way uh yo-yo ma performs exactly it's similar to that you guys have you're you're, you're hitting yeah. certain keys and you're making it uh you're performing it. because it, it, they're better when they're fresh yeah yeah when they're live yeah. and exactly. uh i mean I, you're the captain and i'm like uh the neil Daniel, yeah. I like it. Uh, here is another one that says, hey, Preston, how are you? Well, I'm fine. Thank you very okay. much. Uh, <laughs> I was wondering if I could get a shout out for my cousins, uh, Shannon and Greg. Shannon is supposed to graduate from Eastern University on Saturday. Greg was supposed to graduate from Schlick High School this year. I didn't know there was Schlick? a Schlick High School. Yeah. 
Uh, they both are great kids with amazing futures ahead of them. We're very proud and want to wish them the best. And I know you have a ton of these coming your way. So uh, if you can't, no worries. Rage on. And that is from uh, Jeff Albert. So I didn't know that there was a Schlick High School until two days ago. When I because we're starting coolest teacher uh, next week and yeah, the, the name Schlick popped and up on the list up and I was sitting there with my wife and I go Schlick High School Schlick. yeah I believe it's and in she New said, Jersey stop right stop talking to yourself it's scaring me yeah. mm-hmm. all right and then the last one says hey just want to thank and this is a thank you for us uh, I want to thank you guys for putting the frontline hero sign on my son's lawn his wife texted me the picture of the sign and noted a note attached said that she was crying, quote, legitimate ugly tears. Uh, LOL, she has texted them to my son, who was working at the time. He was very excited and said that uh, that was awesome, uh, that it made his day. It was a socially distanced 21st birthday celebration for my niece when I got the text and, of course, had to show everyone there, of course, from a distance. Uh, You guys, great. Thanks for doing this. I appreciate the humor. Uh, and uh, laughs on my one-hour-plus drive each morning to work. Uh, thanks for what you're doing. And by the way, she says, uh, this is from Sue Thompson. She said, my son is Jason Thompson, an EMT who lives in Westville, New Jersey. So All right. more than happy to do that, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, what an honor it is to be able to do that. And everyone's been doing it here around the uh, the station. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Pierre, God yeah. bless him, <laughs> went out and put a bunch of signs in the Northeast, and his, his tales of doing it were interesting. Why, uh, why did he get the North? East. He Case, asked for it. He, he asked for it. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Uh, because every everybody else basically we we blanketed the area with um, where we live. Like luckily, we all sort of you know Steve uh, takes care of um, certain Mary Roxborough yeah, Montgomery Mine's, County areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Preston takes like western northern Montgomery County. Yep. Connor actually takes care of like southern Delaware County, Delaware. I take care of uh, Delco. Nick t- takes care of Delco on the main line, and Chuck and, uh, goes over to Jersey. I was in uh, um, far western Chester County yesterday, and it was actually it was a beautiful day out yesterday, obviously. And so I went into stretches of Downingtown and Lionville and Exton, oh, but wow. I went to it was so, so pretty, out. yeah. And um, uh, just real quick, I, I, there were shops open um, if people are looking for Mother's Day presents, like florists and things like that. So it was encouraging to see places where you could go out and buy flowers and do a little bit of shopping for the weekend. And oh, that's cool. Just, it was just a great day. I did 10 signs yesterday, and I really had fun doing it. So you were in beautiful Chester County yesterday. I was in beautiful Chester yesterday. And, well, uh, I was looking at the difference between uh, houses yeah. and, because I went out yesterday as well, um, and I saw all Nick's posts, and I'm like, I'm not going I was, to places like that. Yeah, I was in some nice neighborhoods, and the, I, I, did, um, I didn't encounter anybody until the last sign, and so I wanted to thank uh, Rich. He was the last person that I encountered. He was the last house and last sign that I dropped off, and he had just come off of a 24-hour Hour shift. He works Oof. in pa- Paoli Hospital, and wow. um, he does intubating. So he's on the front lines, oh, wow. and um, he's got uh, a, a beautiful wife and two kids. They could not be nicer. His brother Robbie uh, nominated him. So, um, and uh, that was the only person I got to encounter yesterday. But I was really um, pleased and happy that I got to meet him, and uh, he was so grateful for the sign. So this has been such a fun project. Okay, I, I agree. It's been great. Um, okay, I am sorry. I'm going through some paperwork yeah. as you guys were uh, discussing, and I've realized. Uh, it's time to take a stroll through the lovely grounds of the Just Saying Institute. Uh-huh. Uh, because I've got uh, loads of studies and so forth, of some information that uh, you need to know. The Just Saying Institute, situated over 200 acres in West Virginia, providing all sorts of useless and sometimes inaccurate information <laughs> to morning shows everywhere. Mm-hmm. Information culled from somewhere else, but we pretend like it's our own. We pretend like it comes from a pretend place. <laughs> 
Uh, Americans are spending less less money during lockdown. A Gallup survey published uh, shows that when asked about money habits compared to previous months, 51% said they're now spending less, an increase of uh, from 32% who said the same last year. It's the highest percentage since 2010 when 57% said that they were spending less. I have, I've, I've noticed, this is kind of a noticer thing, but not really, I've noticed that he's um, actually a uh, an honorary professor yes. at the Jesane Institute. Just for the past, he just guest speaking. Yes. For the past month, in my wallet, okay. Yeah. Uh, normally, you know, you you get money from the ATM. You have your cash ready to go. I have had one single five dollar bill. Oh, really? In my wallet for a month. I have not touched cash. In over a month now. So I. Because everything I've paid for has been by card. Mm -hmm. If I do happen to be running errands, uh, it's just, uh, it's all by card. Everything. And this $5, I've I've never, I'm usually concerned about what I have in my pocket as far as money goes. I always have cash. I always have cash along with my credit cards. It's just part of the deal. And I'm the same way, Preston. I had the same, I ran down the same $15, like a buck here, a buck there. And I just got rid of every bit of cash yesterday. Now today though, Kathy, correct me if I'm wrong. Like the toll, or on Monday, the toll booths are going to start reaccepting cash again? Oh, I didn't see okay. that. Oh, I'll, I don't know. I'll look on the traffic. Right. I don't think so, because in, in Pennsylvania, it's, we're now, at least in this area, yeah. we're still... Another uh, month? Yeah, another month. So I, I don't think, at least in this area, but maybe uh, further out in the counties where they're reopening. Um, but I definitely am spending way less money. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Press, I had actually made a New Year's resolution to go... Cash only for right. uh, 2020 right. because it would Pick give the me the wrong a... week to quit sniffing glue. <laughs> right. Well, no, it was it actually worked for the first couple of months um, because we weren't yeah. in lockdown. We didn't right. have quarantine. And what I wanted to get a, a beat on was how much money I was actually spending. So I was able to like every paycheck. I, you know, I, I, you know, I was like a little old lady with her bank envelope, you know. Right. And, and it, large granny panties. And large granny panties. And so. But then when all this stuff happened, I wanted to do less cash because I wanted less, you know, finger transactions on, you know, money that's going through all, you know, other hands and stuff like that. But it doesn't matter because I'm not spending as much, you know? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was, um, so people were saying that uh, the school in New Jersey is not pronounced schlick. It's pronounced shallick. Shallick. It's spelled S C H L I C K, right? No, here. they they left out an A. I oh. think in your. Um, I'm looking at the email, yeah. and it says yeah. Schlick, which I was like, that's a funny name. You're Schalick. Okay, there you go. That's fun to say. No, you're not. <laughs> uh, then you're not beholding. It's not your fault. Yeah, they, just, wanted to, yes. just wanted to clarify, make sure that that was indeed the case. Schlimschlack. So anyhow, people are spending less money apparently, according to this, and not just because of cash. Just the spending in general as down. More Americans are being careful with money because obviously is a big uh, hit on the uh, global economy. There's right now. yeah, a big question mark. I tell you what, I have done as I've started to use more of the app payment methods, where barcodes are scanned, mm-hmm. and uh, I've used well, for our own vending machines here. Except Apple Pay, Kathy, you can use your phone. Oh, that's great. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> hey, I want to go to this uh, call. It's George. Hi, George. Good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. What's up, George? Listen, you were right, though. They are going to start taking cash at the toll booths again. Uh, uh, here in PA? Yeah, PA, I think on the, you know, on the expressway going towards Atlantic City. All right. Uh, All right. We'll, 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 we'll check in. I thought I heard that as well, George, and we'll, we'll check into that. So yeah, it'll be definitely uh, a different thing. I went through 
probably eight or nine times and never gotten a bill. So it's time, I guess, I got to pay up. <laughs> right, yeah. They're trying to obviously minimize the amount of uh, cash touching and dirty, filthy money. And yeah, like you guys are saying about spending less. Listen, I, uh, I'm i an elevator guy, and I spend a lot of money, you know, period. But I spent, I think, since this started, twice as much money between food, masks, and everything else that I've been purchasing. And it's like, and it's not $10 at a time. It's usually like $30, $40. Right. You're buying, in, you're buying clusters of stuff. Yeah, and then the food, you know, you get nervous with the toilet paper. And, right. You know, everybody think... gets it nuts. So I buy a lot of stuff, and it, it sucks sometimes because... You buy all this stuff, and you still don't go nowhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. but if it's food and provisions for home, you're eventually going to use that. So, yeah, you, absolutely, you do get your money's worth. Yeah, all right, George, hang in there, brother. Thanks for the call. We appreciate it. Um, all right, let me see. Other things from JSI, the Just Saying Institute. The Just Saying Institute. Since 1925, it's been a pretend facility doing pretend things. Yes. And when when you do a good thing, pretend wise, yes, you keep doing honestly. It. The best knowledge is the knowledge that's made up. All right, so do yourself a favor and stop editing your selfies. Flinders University, <laughs> Flinders. It's next to the Schlick High School at Flinders Institute. Flinders next to the Schlick High School. Flinders University research found women ages eighteen to thirty had worsening mood and dissatisfaction about their facial appearance. The longer they took to edit and post their selfies. Yeah, but posting a picture they think looks like crap is not going to happen. Uh, researcher, research professor uh, Marika Tigerman said this demonstrates that the editing of selfies is not b- a benign process, but has negative consequences, even though participants reported being much happier with their edited selfie well, there you than go. their original photo. Well, so the process makes you focus in on things you think are less than wonderful with your face. Exactly. But the end result is you get to lie to everyone by presenting a much better image of yourself. Have they considered it's that? It's a win-win. Uh, by the way, I saw a, a, a I guess it's a um, uh, kind of a fad on TikTok right now where uh, people are doing a symmetrical shot of their face. So what they'll do is yes. they take just one side of their face and then mirror it uh, in a photo. It looks weird. And I saw it where it really looks weird is with celebrities because yep. you know their faces. The people you're seeing on TikTok, you generally don't really know who they are. So I saw a series of them that a, um, I think it was a dermatologist or somebody had, had uh, done these. Yep. And uh, it's like Brad Pitt and, and a few other people, and it does look really weird because it either usually widens or, or narrows the face a little bit. Did you notice one thing, though? Kim Kardashian looked pretty much the same. Oh, did she? Yeah, because she, I guess if she's had so many things moved around her face. Yeah, she's like, her face is like a Tetris puzzle. Yeah. But isn't that, the, uh, isn't that one of the factors in beauty is, is symmetry? Beauty. In fact, you had the actual percentages of, of uh, forehead height. To eye width, to oh, nose right. length, right. to all of that, and it, it tends to be it, um, to shorthand it. If your feature features are more um, in closer proximity, you tend to be thought of as more attractive. Right. I saw a, a study where they broke down celebrities' faces, and um, one celebrity that does not have a symmetrical face, and they they then photoshopped it. Shopped it was um, Lyle Lovett. 
if you ever look at Lyle Lovett's face, it's very asymmetrical. And then yeah. when they made his face symmetrical via Photoshop, he looked like an entirely different person. I don't mm-hmm. know if there's if you guys can see it in the studio at all, but it was it was bizarre seeing something like that. You know what I'd like to see? Let's let's see them do Clint Howard, who's been accepted as one of the most unpleasant looking people on earth. The legendary. Uh, great actor, but uh, take a crack at that and see if we can make that look normal. Uh, so, yes, the uh, uh, the results show that extensive selfie editing leads women to feel disingenuous online. In other words, uh, women want to present their best possible version of themselves, but also feel worse in general and worse about their faces when they edit their selfies, Steve, and then post them online. Yeah. Uh, they added, uh, our findings illustrate the difficulties women encounter in negotiating the contemporary social media World, so you may not want to go overboard on your editing, but they're not going to stop once well, you have these filters and stuff like that. And you can do a one-click button. There's so many of these apps come with a one sort of okay. We'll brush up everything for you with one shot. Yeah, uh, it's sorry, my not a problem. Computer's making noise, and I want to mute it. Um, yeah, it's why it's the reason I wouldn't edit anything. It takes yeah. too much damn time. Yeah, and I uh, know what the mess is. Yeah, exactly. you don't have to tell me. Though I often, do you, how often is it you find a picture of yourself that you think, awesome? Not often. Yeah. Not often at all, if ever. Uh, let's see. How about, uh, let's let's delve into a little bit more of the psyche. This music sounds so smart. It does, doesn't it? I, I imagine people with pipes and lamb coats. Uh, so researchers from the Ohio State University. A competitor. Have found that people may choose, uh, make decisions essentially based on a gut feeling, a habit, or what has worked for them last time rather than on what they have learned will work most often. In other words, you may know the best decision and you're not making it anyway. Uh, the scientists found even when participants were put in a situation where they learned the best way of completing a task, they only chose to do it that way about 20% of the time. So why don't people always follow the best course of action? Well, the study couldn't determine that. Uh, the study co-author Ian Krabadget said... Uh, it can be hard to judge whether you made a good or bad decision based just on the outcome. We can make a de- good decision and just get unlucky and have a bad outcome, or we can make a bad decision and get lucky and have a good outcome. He says in those situations, it's easy for people to stop being disciplined and just choose whatever decision got them rewards most this recently. Decision. That's the decision. <laughs> so it's a decision. So essentially, sometimes you will do... You could do something a better way, and you don't do it. I do that often. I do what I think I'll I'll attempt to learn things in different ways. But the way that I've learned things that I always describe it as this is the way it works for me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more comfortable doing this this way, um, unless it's glaringly obvious that it's a massive improvement on the way that I'm doing it. I'm like, mm-hmm. if I'm getting it done this way, don't add another thing to throw me off. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and that's. My learning process. That's my process. Yeah. Are you similar or? Yeah, probably. And I'm just kind of stupid because I. I'm like, stupid in general. Listen, I I'm I think I'm more stupid than you are because yeah. I. Uh, there no, are, I'm more stupid. <laughs> no, I'm more stupid. I can literally be literally be looking directly at something yeah. and not even know it's there. Uh, so yeah. there, there are, I have I have a hard time. How do I explain? I don't even know how to explain this. <laughs> That's how stupid we are. It's like the the the, the round peg in in the square. square hole thing. Yes. Like 
so here's an example. All right. And 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 I and my wife always reveals to me how stupid I am, and not in a malicious way, just no. by figuring out the problem. A good wife should always let you know how stupid you are. So we have uh, an umbrella in our backyard, a cantilever umbrella. Right. Okay, so I open this thing up. The umbrella's open, yet it's kind of, the, the umbrella part of it is kind of cocked to the side, and I'm like, well, what's going on with this thing? And I look up and I notice the uh, the shaft that holds the elevator right. was kind of angled off to the We're side. hitting the balls. And so I'm like, I'm sitting there and I can't, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to have to bend that thing back. It got bent somehow or another in the winter. It got bent. I don't know what happened. And I bring Rochelle, and I'm Rochelle, there's something wrong with the umbrella. We might have to get a new one or see how we're going to fix this thing. I don't know what. And I, and, and she goes, well, what the problem is. And I open it, and I'm like, look, it's angled. It's like, you can't do this. She just reaches up and grabs this handle and just moves it over and straightens it. And I'm oh. Like, oh. Oh, okay. I didn't know it did that. And Why don't we try this? I can't mechanical things. Yeah. I just... You don't see it. I don't see it. I don't... I just... I'm, I'm dumb. I don't have that. There are things... There are ways that you see things. Uh, no, completely. I understand that so well because there are some things... My mind does not work in a linear fashion. For me to do what what I do, I have to. A lot of people say, "Oh, you're quick and you know you're you've got a good sense of humor." I say, "No, I'm just stupid. I'm stupid fast, and that's uh, that's how it works out." But for the most part, like mathematically or other things like that. But we all have our sweet spots. You can do for so syncopation and drumming. Oh uh, yeah, yeah that, that you can do. But but yesterday, Steve. So while you were doing your prep work, I brought in a, a new piece of equipment uh, for the office. It was a, uh, uh, it's a file holder. Okay, <laughs> is that what that so noise was? Yeah, it was multi. It was me putting it together. Oh my god, I thought you were doing like blacksmithing. And no, so I, I was. It's simple. I just four screws that you put in. So <laughs> the way this thing folds. Uh, unfolds it. It comes folded up, and you open it up, and then you put these rod support rods in that hold it in place. So I do that, and then I go to slide each of the shelves in. I realize the little slots where the shelves slide into, instead of being on the inside of these two oh. side brackets, were on the outside. I put it together backwards, and I had to take it apart uh. and re-put it together again. And this is the theme of my life. Yeah. <laughs> It looks like you do it this way. Right, right. That's me. It looks like you do it this way, and then you do it, and then you go, that's not how you're it's supposed not to how do, you do it. it. Nope. Yeah. Things like that just elude me, which is why Rochelle puts everything together at the house and does all the repairs at the home, because I will blow up our house if you, I tried to do it. Thank God I'm the one who can usually look at something and say, no, it's like this, and then that's the, I, I move it a little bit to the left, and I fix it, because I... You just feel like such a rube when that happens, and it, it is that way. Yeah, it's yeah. like literally just move something yeah, yeah. over here. Oh, I know that, and and it goes to this study right here. You know the best decision, and you don't make it anyway. I should take my time and stop and really inspect and see what the problem is. Right, but it's like Pierre's thing with with him. He's he can't figure he, it out, and he won't traveling. But just know your limitations. Yeah. I, I mean, every Pierre will never be. You'll never get on a flight and see Pierre already sitting there. No, never. But if you hear we're having to delay the flight for a passenger, it's going to be Pierre. Yeah. But you know what's remarkable about uh, somebody like that, like Pierre? Like, you know, he dropped, what, 50 pounds. He got him shape, in shape. He, he's he totally committed dedicated. to that. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, obviously he's a consummate professional. He comes into work all the time. He's the best. And so he, he's able to do these things so well and excel at them, and yet... 
He drives on a flat tire all the way to the airport with the rim being exposed and destroys a car because he's 45 minutes late again. He leaves the sunroof to his Tesla open, (laughs) and it floods so badly that he has his hand sanitizer is floating freely in his cup holder. But 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 his his dedication to his job, Nick, and the fact that he can do things like jump on and be disciplined and 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 lose weight and, yeah. and exercise all the time, which he's turned his life around, proves that he's not lazy, and no. that's not what it is. It's just a. I think I I completely this just saying institute information is completely valid because. Yeah. You tend to repeat what you know works for you. Yeah. All right. One more thing, and then we're going to have to take a break because we got to get ready for MMR's Rock Refund. Uh, so this from the Just Saying Institute. Go ahead and plant some flowers in your backyard. It's good for you. A study from the University of Exeter and the Royal Horticulture Society. Well, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. I found, oh! found 71% of people who Dorky use their backyard reported good general health compared to 61% of those who did not use their yard uh, for, you know, gardening. Is that right? Yes. Yeah, so huh. it's it, you you can be healthier by gardening. Uh, dif- are you gardening now? No, Carter's doing okay. it. Okay. Uh, this difference was similar to the well-being gap between the highest and lowest income groups. The study also showed those who spent time in their yard were significantly more likely to report greater physical activity levels and higher psychological well-being than those who did not. The benefits held where whether people spent time, other time gardening or just relaxing. So you need to go out into your yard if you have one. I uh, I got to bring in whenever I come back into work. I got to bring you guys some spinach because uh, we've been gardening and we have a vegetable garden, and our spinach crop already is overflowing. It's impressive. Wow, nice. Do you feel is it a Zen thing for you? Do you feel? Oh like my it, god, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were walking out in the neighborhood last week, and um, another one of these sort of weird twists about the pandemic, we met a neighbor that we'd never chatted with before. She lives three houses down. She's a gardener. She gave us all of these plants that she had overflowing in, in her garden. We added them to our garden and to you know, some of the uh, the edges around the house last weekend. And Steve, yeah, it just it sets your mind at ease. It's something that you focus on. It's the only thing that you're doing while you're focusing. You're outside. You're getting physical activity. It's it's just it, For me, it's great for you. Kath? Anybody who has a vegetable garden always gives you vegetables. Like oh, yeah. they, oh, it grows yeah. so quick and yeah. so fast that like <laughs> they don't know what to do with them. My, my old neighbor, they planted tomatoes and I guess they didn't know how quick they would grow. And so they planted like a few different plants and they would come over every day with like bags of like large tomatoes, small tomatoes, cherry tomatoes. Tons of stuff. And they were like, just get the, like they eventually ripped the plants out because they were like, there's just too many here. And it's good. So it's good mentally and physically. And actually it can be a little dangerous. I have a story coming up in music news, Brian May of Queen tore his gluteus maximus yeah. gardening. And I don't know the details behind it, but he's, he's in serious pain from It's this. pretty wild. Yeah. All right, anyhow, these are some things from the JSI. I wanted to share them with you this morning, but we're going to wrap this segment up now because we got money to give away. Uh, yeah. yeah. Too important. Yeah, we've got MMR's Rock Refund today and Monday, the final days. So let's get you set for that. We'll come back with that and the Bizarre file. And I think we might do a contest this morning. We need to. It's Friday. Yeah, we're going to give some stuff away. No sad, bro. No sad. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. 
It's a tumultuous time, yet essential employees go to work day and night to make our lives better, including the healthcare pros, delivery and SEPTA drivers, grocery, pharmacy, sanitation, and janitorial workers. And we thank our police, EMTs, and firefighters. WMMR is here for you, too. Friendly, familiar voices playing everything that rocks. Live, local hosts around the clock. So whenever you need a break from cable news for taking a walk or just getting outside or just to keep your workday moving, we are here for you on your radio, smart speaker, and the MMR app. Where you won't find us is on your credit card bill. We're in this together, and we wouldn't have it any other way. 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Uh, okay, Casey, we need to do the rock refund. Oh, we're doing that now? Yeah, we're doing it right now. It's 801. Come so on, bro. Let's move it, bro. Here we go. 93.3 WMMR. Now, your rock refund keyword. All right, the word is dial, D-I-A-L, and you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that word. There are three ways to do that, and it can be through uh, text to our special contest short code number, which is 45911, or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter on the MMR mobile app or at WMMR.com. And one random entry wins $500. It's a company-wide contest. That person that uh, is chosen is going to get the call from Beasley, so make sure uh, that you answer your phone. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. So it's today and tomorrow and Monday, and we're done. So the word is dial. Enter that now. D-I-A-L. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. I brought to you by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer highest quality mulch and topsoil manufactured on site, along with leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works sells to residential and commercial markets with delivery and pickup available. Visit mulchthis.com to view all products or call their helpful staff to place an order. The Workers' Compensation Court was right to deny benefits to a man injured when he set off fireworks in his hand in a warehouse in Nebraska Court of Appeals has ruled on Tuesday. It wasn't the fault of his employer? No. The over-the-road truck driver who helps people move locations had contended that it was a so-called horseplay case where his injuries were related to work and sought payment for his medical and mileage expenses. If you're not happy with my moving, I'll blow off my hand. Uh, But the three-judge appellate court panel agreed with the Workers' Compensation Court, which dismissed the case. In an order affirming the decision, the court found that it had nothing to do with the man's job and was solely personally related. Uh, Judge Rico Bishop wrote that the man himself said that he had brought the fireworks in his pocket to an Omaha warehouse intending to impress the manager, another fireworks enthusiast, with the noise of the artillery shell about the size of a golf ball. He said he had said his purpose was to, quote, just to say, you guys thought you had some loud ones? Well, I have an even louder one. (laughs) When the warehouse manager turned down the man's offer to light the firework because the wick was too short... The man lit it himself and ended up sustaining a blast and powder burns to his stomach and lower legs and hands, resulting in partial amputation of several <sighs> fingers. Well, that hurt. Now, Bishop. Bishop. Sorry. The judge cited a fundraiser webpage where the man had posted that he, quote, 
felt like a dumbass to even ask for help when what I did was all my own fault and just a bad decision, but unfortunately, I still need help. As your lawyer, this is going to hurt your case. <laughs> In the court case, the man said he sometimes lit off fireworks for customers that he relocated around the 4th of July and considered it client promotion. <laughs> And put on a little fireworks show for laborers that he hired. Now, Kathy, you don't know this, but we now have uh, Roman candles in our bending machine. <laughs> uh, the man said that he had lit off many fireworks for customers, so he said it was, quote, just another day. Yeah, of course. But Bishop said there was no evidence that his work depended on rapport with the warehouse employees or that any customers were present when he lit the firework in the warehouse that day. So uh, we have bottle rocket fights around here all the time, but if we were to get injured, we wouldn't blame Beasley, no, right? I don't, I don't think we would. No. We'd blame uh, one Balaplaza. One Balaplaza, yeah. you yeah. bastards. A Lodi man has been caught trying to mail cocaine that was stuffed into a jar of peanut butter. Mm. Officers say a postal company in Lodi discovered the suspicious package on Tuesday. Inside the package was a jar of peanut butter with two baggies full of cocaine stuffed within. And, I mean, they were covered in peanut butter. I don't know what was in that sandwich, but it was awesome. Uh, Detectives say the suspect used the name of an unrelated person to try to mail the package out of state. The investigation led to the arrest of 39-year-old Donald Thatcher. He's facing charges of transportation of a controlled substance. I'm curious how they knew it was in there. Yeah. I don't know, but they, they found out. A video has emerged of a man fly-kicking a woman during a wild brawl outside of a Georgia mall on the first day it reopened following the coronavirus pandemic. This is some crazy-ass footage. I mean, it's a full melee. Uh, The cell phone video recorded Tuesday outside the Cumberland Mall in Atlanta showed a mall security guard wearing his yellow uniform and face mask attempt to pull three women off of another, off of one another. Uh, and you can hear the security guard say, get off or I'll have to pepper spray both of you. Getting between the two women now on the ground in the parking lot as they pulled each other's hair. A man suddenly jumps into the frame and fly kicks the third woman in the chest. Knocking her down. He then pushes the security guard off the other two women. Scoop. Scoops up one of them and runs away with her across the parking lot. And only the security guard and another bystander were wearing masks. And uh, the profanity lace video has since garnered more than four and a half million views online. Cumberland Mall was also trending on Twitter on Wednesday morning with several social media users. At the Cumberland Mall. <laughs> uh, claiming the, the fight showed that Georgia should have remained closed for another few weeks. At the Cumberland Mall, where we say... Yeah! <laughs> it's nuts, man. All right, uh, let's see, and we'll do one more story on uh, Brave Wilderness Breaking Trail. It's a YouTube show. The host, Coyote Peterson. Coyote Peterson! Follows adventure in a very uh, uh, variety of wildlife areas. And in one episode, he travels to one of the most remote stretches of Japan in search of the Japanese giant hornet, which is known as the murder hornet. You've heard of this by now. Uh, which he says uh, injects venom in such high dosages that it can destroy tissue and attack the nervous system. said, no matter how you break it down, this thing is incredibly dangerous. Uh, though one single sting is not likely to be fatal. Uh, more than 30 people stung each year in Japan die from taking multiple stings uh, or anaphylactic shock. So, you know, in some situations it can be lethal. 
But what does he do? He travels across the area in search of the hornet. His intent is to get the hornet to sting him. Mm-hmm. There are people who do this. I'm kind of an imbecile. And he goes on to say that he's not looking forward to it, but the situation will just depend on how his body reacts to it. So he gets to it. Uh, he had an EpiPen ready to go. Within seconds of the sting, Peterson's arm begins to swell where he took the hit. It's immediately clear that he is in pain. He rolls and cries on the ground. When the stinger, He said, when the stinger went into my arm, had a wave come over me, and I got super dizzy. Yeah! <laughs> he said, I got a wave of pain and dizziness real quick. Absolute searing pain. The pain was immediately searing. Uh, his hand also completely seized up. And 24 hours later, his arm had swollen to near double its normal size. Wow. Uh, Peterson, who takes stings from insects rumored to be some of the most painful in the world, described the pain as being worse than anything he'd ever experienced. We're watching the footage right now. Um, You know, he's an idiot, Uh, first of all. uh, And the thing stinging him. Oh, God, I hate when... That whole process, and I've been stung many times by bees... And uh, you know the the the, uh, the stinger sticks in, and they're rip. It's just Dude, horrifying. Last year, I I was uh, cleaning out the shed, Ugh. and I didn't know there was a uh, a wasp nest in there, and I I didn't even hear or see. I just all of a sudden felt the sting on my back shoulder. Oh Man. yeah, and yeah. it was it was immediate. And I'm like, God damn it, that hurt. I was God damn it, it hurt. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's wild. I forgot how much it hurts, and uh, so that's a bitch. Uh, but ah! Steve, you were saying that uh, it turns out the natural uh, predator of the murder hornet is praying mantis. The praying mantis. That's what it is. Yes, yeah. And that, so this footage, you can see this all over the internet. Uh, the mantis grabs up this murder hornet and goes to work on it. So maybe we got to rethink the praying mantis. Uh, I think I can. I can get behind it. I, I saw a. Uh, it was years ago. I saw a video of uh, of a guy who's doing world travels and experiencing other cultures. And yeah. he was in this African nation with this tribe, and I forgot where it was and who this tribe was. But one of the uh, rituals that they do to prove your manliness. Oh, oh, yes. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Oh, my God. It's horrible. With the gloves? Well, what, what is the insect they use? Is it like red ants or like fire bullet ants? ants? Bullet ants. Yeah. Like considered in the top ten most painful uh-huh. thing. And so they, they fill these two big leather gloves. And they're not just like gloves you get at the store. They were made, you know, primitively. Yeah. And you put your hands in them, and there there are these ants in there, and they just sting away. Is it how long can you keep yeah, your hands in there? Something like that. You have to. You have to. Yeah, we're looking at a picture. That's it. Oh my god! Wow. I th- I thought it was that, in Africa. It looks more. I'm not sure. No, I it think you're right. South or maybe South America. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, I, he, the guy was just. He had to. You know, he was going to pass out. They had wow. to, to have a, a doctor ready there. For we that. did it's insane. Yeah, we did something similar in college where you would uh, you would hang upside down and drink out of a keg, oh. and however long <laughs> you could drink, that's mm. how manly you were. That's how manly. So look at how many. Yeah. Look at how many of the bugs are in this thing. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, God almighty. Yeah, so there are people that will do that on purpose, get stung. That's nuts. And, you know, and, and uh, the uh, and the tribe right next to him, Preston, they do purple nurples. <laughs> oh, is that yeah, it? That's all they do. Those hurt, so, too. Yeah, I know, but I mean, Not as on. bad yeah. as, you know, a, a tribe of Hey, uh, any old things in your tribe? Yeah. All right. All right, uh, quick announcement. We have uh, a few minutes left. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to use the word dial, D-I-A-L, for the uh, rock refund, and we have today and then Monday, and then we're done with it. So we get two shots at it this morning. Pierre's got two, Jackson two, and then Jackie Bam have another opportunity. 
But enter that now. Dial D-I-A-L through the text at 45911 or through the MMR mobile app or WMMR.com because we want you to win that money. Two, one, or no, don't call now. <laughs> text that over. Do what you got to do. <laughs> dial. Uh, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We will do some dialing in a bit. I think we're going to do some contest when we get We back. need to. I have an idea. It's uh, a party. We'll do some giveaways. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. And don't forget, we have the um, creator of Mystery Science Theater, Joel Hodgson, who lives in Philadelphia, joining us in a little while, as well as writer and producer Matt McGinnis. And we'll find out how we, the Preston and Steve show, ended up referenced. What an honor on that show recently. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. As we ease back into life bit by bit, Acme wants to help you reconnect bite by bite. When doors start to open, when parks are filling with laughter again, and you can reconnect with family and friends over food, Acme will be there with you every step of the way. For birthdays and barbecues, parties and picnics, and of course, down the shore. Celebrate life together with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Steven Singer Jewelers is shipping fast and free as safely as possible. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. I hate Stevensinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so don't call yet. Because I need to explain something, but we're going to play a contest this morning. And we're adding a little bit of a twist to this this morning because uh, our intern, Maddie, uh, came up with some pretty cool concept, contest concepts. And they're nice and simple, and they involve entertainment, and anybody can play them. Uh, but she gave me three different ones. And... Um, here, so here's what I want to offer. I'm going to tell you what the games are. I'm going to give you the chance to either play one of these contests for yep. one prize. Right. Or all three of them for three prizes. Now, here's the rub. If you decide to go with the all three for all three prizes, you have to you have to complete each contest. You have to get a right answer three times or you don't get anything. Wow. Okay, so either take a shot at winning one prize with only one question to answer or three prizes with three questions to answer. But if you get anything wrong within those three, you don't get anything. That means you've gotten, say, the first question correct, you won a prize. You got the second correct uh, question correct, you won another prize. You get to the third question, you get it wrong, you lose all the prizes. That's correct, yes. So We want to be clear on that. You got you to get all three in order to win three you prizes. You don't keep so what yeah. you already won, you lose everything at any point. So here are the contests that I have from uh, Maddie, who sent these over, intern Maddie. Uh, they are who tweeted. Who tweeted. So it's like who farted. It's like who farted but with a tweet instead. I will read a tweet to you from a celebrity, and I will give you four choices of who that tweet might be from. If you can name the correct person that tweeted, you win. Then there's a simple one, complete the phrase. Uh, you pick the word or phrase that correctly completes the movie quote. Pretty okay. simple. Yeah. Like an example would be, you know, frankly, Scarlet, I don't give a rat's ass. A rat's head. See, you guys <laughs> wouldn't win. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't yeah. win. Right. All right. So, uh, and then there's the last one, which is, is this a movie? 
Guess whether the bizarre movie plot is actually real or if it's simply made up. So these are very simple but fun. I like yeah. I, yeah, I like that. Yeah. yeah. So this gives you the option. Three games. Call right now, 215-263-WMMR, and you can tell us. And, uh, Casey, we do have a variety of prizes. We do. That are going to kind of be mixed and matched depending on what you want to do. Yeah, so we have, uh, actually, we have one of these left. It's a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Uh, we also have free floats from Halcyon Floats. I know that... Press, you've done it. Steve, I've done it you, a couple you, times. I've done it, yes. Okay. It's it's wild. All right, so we have a few of those to give away. We also have cases of Sly Fox's Alex's Lemon Wheat Ale, and uh, as well as some other cases of beer. So, All right. Excellent. Yes. And listen, a Halcyon float would be something really cool to do right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, you know, it's a it's, stress reliever. Yep. And uh, you think you're in isolation now? Wait till you get yeah. one of these tanks, man. It's completely dark. You're floating. It's warm. It's supposed to simulate essentially flying. Yes, uh, and you except your ass is wet, and you meditate, and uh, yeah, it's really cool. All right, so two one five two six three WMMR is the number, and uh, you get to play if you, if you choose one game, you're going to play the game I give to you. Okay, yeah. All right, fair enough. That's it, man. All right, you're going to swallow what I give you. Here yeah. we go. I'm going to go to Mike. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> thank you. Hi, Mike. You're you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, bud. All right, so what do you want to do? You want to do one or three? I'll do one. You'll do one. Okay. Let's do Let's do who tweeted, okay? So here we go. I'm going to give I'm going to read a tweet. Someone actually tweeted this and I'll give you four potential answers. You tell me the right answer and you win a prize. Ready? Gotcha. All right, here we go. Here's the tweet. I can't believe my grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. F this, I'm going home, I don't need this S. Was that either A, Jude Law, B, Kenny Chesney, C, 50 Cent, or D, Rush Limbaugh? Was it Jude Law, Kenny Chesney, 50 Cent, or Rush Limbaugh? I'm going to say Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney said, I can't believe my grandmother's making me take out the garbage. I'm rich. F this. I'm going home. I don't need this S. Kenny Chesney. That's wrong. Specs is mom. His grandma. Right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Rush Limbaugh's mom is alive. And Jude no. Law, being uh, a lovely English lad. Might call it rubbish, right? Probably yeah. wouldn't. He would say rubbish. <laughs> yes. I'd, I'd take out the bin. Would you expunge the rubbish? Mm-hmm. All right. So that's incorrect. Let's move on to the next one. I'm going to go to John. Hey, John. Oh, hi. <laughs> uh, all right, John, I believe you want to try all three, right? Yeah, because I hate myself. You hate yourself. All right. We got tinkers. You can do this, man. Okay, let's let's start with uh, complete the phrase, okay? <laughs> complete the phrase. This is a word or phrase that correctly completes the movie quote. And I'll do my best to deliver it like the person in the all movie right, did. Right. Okay, here we go. I didn't kill my blank. <laughs> Wife? That is correct. Yeah! From the Fugitive. Yeah! All right. Okay. All right. That's going to get old real quick. All right. So you got one right. We're looking for three. Here is the next one for you. If you get this one wrong, then I'm sorry. You're out. You don't win anything. But here is the next one. This is... Uh, Let's go with who tweeted, okay? The tweet is, I feel like there's a giant meatloaf inside of me. Was that said by Jackie Chan, Chris Jenner, 
Justin Timberlake or Cameron Diaz? I feel like there's a giant meatloaf inside of me. Jackie Chan, Chris Jenner, Justin Timberlake, or Cameron Diaz? Timberlake? No, I'm sorry. Chris Jenner said that. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry. Talking about pregnancy? Got to let you go, John. No, I don't think... uh, Or she just ate a huge meatloaf. She probably ate something and uh, felt that she was a little overstuffed, so she felt like she had a giant meatloaf inside of her. All right, uh, we'll try another caller. So the three, Pete, didn't work for him. We're going to go to Mike H. Hi, Mike. You're on the line. Yeah, Yeah, Zeus, buddy. All right, Mike, you want to try all three? Yep, I'm a glutton for punishment. All right, outstanding. Let's uh, let's start with um, finish the phrase, okay? (laughs) Here it is. First phrase is, I am serious and don't call me blank. Shirley. That is correct. Ah! An easy one. Next, we're going to this one. Here's the tweet. Who tweeted? Okay, boys, what's your ball size? Was that said by Taylor Swift, Nicki Minaj, Eddie Murphy, or Bob Dylan? Okay, boys, what's your ball size? Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift you say? I say that's incorrect. Oh, oh man. Who would you guys guess that was? Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yep, it was Nicki Minaj. You guys are good. You should be in this contest. <laughs> Uh, sorry, we got to let you go, Mike. All right, we'll go next to Ross. Hey, Ross, how you doing, bud? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Ross, what do you want to do? One or three? I'm going three. All right, All right man. All right, I love Superhero. these people that are absolutely being adventurous this morning. Okay, let's try. Let's see. I want I want to give him a good shot at this, so I don't want to make it too difficult. Uh, Walking a fine line here. How about uh, this one? That blank really tied the room together, did it not? Um, and this is the end of a phrase? You need to give me the, the blank, uh, the fill in. It's a word, yeah. That, that blank really tied the room together, did it not? That rug? Yes! Ah! Well done from the Big Lebowski. Yeah, yeah. Well done. All right, next we're going with who tweeted. Okay. All right, who tweeted. Uh, Let's see. (laughs) Okay, you ready for this? Yes, let's go. All right, here's a good one. Cowabunga, dudettes. I'm so pumped to be on this surfing kick. Who else surfs out there? Gnarly day in the H2O riding waves. Was that tweeted by Keanu Reeves? Miranda Kerr, Morgan Freeman, or Kim Kardashian? I'm going to go with uh, the Ass Master Kardashian. He's got two! You are on your way! All right, if you get a third one, you get three prizes. All right. This This is is where it gets gets tense now. Well, this is the game that we haven't done yet. It's called Is This a Movie? You guess whether this bizarre movie plot is actually real or... Or we just made it up. So you got a 50-50 shot at this, okay? All right. All right, here is the concept of the film. Aliens invade Earth, dressed in hideous clown makeup, and trap humans in cotton candy cocoons. Yes, that's real. Killer clowns from outer space, and we got a three-peak! Our triple winner, Ross Casey... 
What are we giving him? All right, Ross, <laughs> for you, we have a $50 Dunkin' gift card. Say thanks to a hero in your life with a Dunkin' e-gift card from DunkinCoffeeBreak.com. Dunkin' will donate $1 to the Dunkin' Joy and Childhood Foundation's COVID-19 relief fund for every e-gift card purchased at DunkinCoffeeBreak.com. That's DunkinCoffeeBreak.com, up to $100,000. You also have a free float from Halcyon Floats. Floating is the perfect de-stressor for mom. Visit HalcyonFloats.com. And you can go get their buy one, get one offer, Mother's Day float sale, relax, recover, reset at Halcyon Floats. And you also win a case of Sly Fox's Alex's Lemon Wheat, a refreshing, unfiltered wheat beer brewed with real lemon. One dollar from every case sold benefits Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for Childhood Cancer. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. How about that? Congratulations, Ross. Thank you. All right, hang on the line. We'll get all your information. We'll set you up. Rocks it like a champ on that one. Yes, he did. All right, we'll go to some more calls and give some more things away. I have Matt, who's on the line. Hey, Matt, good morning. Morning, guys. Uh, Matt, we're playing a game here. You can either do one or three. If you choose three, you get one wrong, you don't win anything. But if you go with the one and you get it right, you get a prize. So what do you want to do? I'm going to go with one game. We're going to go with one game. All right. Plan it safe, but we understand. All right. Let's do, let's do, uh, finish the phrase, okay? (laughs) Our audience is going crazy here today. I'm so tired of the clip. It's such a honky sound, isn't it, guys? It's it's hokey. Right, Kathy? Right. Very honky. Uh, All right. So here is the phrase. You finish it for me. It's not a man blank. It's called a satchel. Indiana Jones wears one. It's not a man purse. You got it. That's ah! absolutely correct. Well done, and that is from The Hangover. And what are we going to give Matt, Casey? Matt, we got a case of Sly Foxes. It's Alex's Lemon Wheat Ale, a refreshing, unfiltered wheat beer brewed with real lemon. $1 from every case sold benefits Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for Childhood Cancer. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. All right, Matt, hang in there. We're going to get your information, and we will take care of you. I'm next going to go to David. Hi, David. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? what? All right, David, we're playing the uh, three-game extravaganza. What do you want to do, one or three? One, please. Okay, we're going to play Who Tweeted. You ready? Uh, All right. All right, here we go. How about this one? Ugh, never going to a Ryan Gosling movie in a theater again. Apparently, pleasuring yourself in the back row is still considered inappropriate. (laughs) Was that said by Rachel Ray, Anna Kendrick, Emma Stone, or Justin Theroux? Uh, she's, um, Anna Kendrick. He's got it. Right. Nice job. Yay. I think she's got the best sense of humor amongst all those people, so makes total sense. And Case, what are we going to give? I've got a case of Sly Fox's lemon in, lemon, in, <laughs> lemon Wheat Ale. It's a refreshing, unfiltered wheat beer brewed with real lemon. $1 from every case sold. Benefits Alex's Lemonade Stand for Childhood Cancer. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com. Available for pickup at all SlyFox locations. Some beer for David. All right, we'll go next to Michaela. Hi, Michaela. Hi. Hello. All right, Michaela, what do you want to do, one or three? One, please. Excuse me? One. Oh, you one. want to do one. Okay. Let's do, is this a movie? I'm going to give you a plot. All right. You tell me if it is real or one that we just made up. Are you ready? Yep. 
All right, let's go with this one. An orange cat named Oliver, sick of his humans, works with his childish brother Gizmo to come up with a scheme to get them out of the house so he can have his freedom back again. Is that a real movie or is it a fake movie? I'm going to go with a real movie. Go with a real movie. Do you have any idea what movie that would have been? Just curious. Sounds like Oliver and Company. Oliver and Company. Well, you're wrong because it's fake. It's made up. Our intern, Maddie, made that up, and so you're out of there. Yeah, never heard of anything like that. But I did start thinking, you know, is that Garfield? But his name is Oliver. There were movies called Cats vs. Dogs and Dogs vs. Cats. Yeah. Which, by the way, I want to point out, since this is our intern, Maddie... Our interns, even though they're not coming into work here, are still doing work from home. Every they're still day. working, yeah, and uh, they're helping us out with archiving things and they're following along the show and, and any creating kind of... contests. Yeah, yeah, and this is a perfect example. So we want to thank them for continuing to work while we are uh, short-staffed around here. I will go to John next. Hey, John. Good morning. Whoa, am I on the air? Yeah. Sick. <laughs> That's sick. All right, John. We're gonna play. What do you want to do? One or three games. Let me do one. All right, we'll do one. All right, let's try out a uh, who tweeted game, okay? All right. All right, here we go. The tweet is as follows. Well, I'm going to bed because Snoop noticed a tweet of mine where I only used one G in dog, and I'm mortified. So who would have tweeted that out? Was it Chrissy Teigen, Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey, or Mickey Rourke? Oh, man. Uh, what, can you read the choices one more time? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So I'll, I'll read the whole thing for you again. Uh, here's the tweet. Well, I'm going to bed because Snoop noticed a tweet of mine where I only used one G in dog, and I'm mortified. Is it Chrissy Teigen, Lindsay Lohan, Tina Fey, or Mickey Rourke? I'm going to do Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. It's a damn good guess, but it's incorrect. No. Sorry about that. Thank you, guys. Who would you guys have guessed? Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen, Tina Fey, or Mickey Rourke? I see the answer. It's Chrissy Teigen. Ah. Steve, Steve, you're a thousand on this. (laughs) How about that? Batting a thousand on this. Uh, We'll go next to Rob. Hey, Rob. Hey, how are you? Doing awesome, Rob. So what do you want to play, one or three in this game? Uh, One, please. All right, we're going to do one for one prize. We're going to do Is This a Movie? We're going to give you a plot. Let me know if it is one that's legit or made up. The plot for this one is a divorced actor transforms himself into a beefy, looks nothing like a woman nanny in order to hang out with his kids and avoid custody disputes. Hmm. Um... A divorced actor transformed himself into a beefy, looks nothing like a woman nanny in order to hang out with his kids and avoid custody disputes. Um, I mean, it sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. Well, sort of, kind of, but not. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say it's fake. You're going to say it's fake. I was talking about Mrs. Doubtfire. (laughs) (laughs) You had it, Rob. Yeah. What, What part of you made you think that it wasn't Mrs. Doubtfire? Uh, the kids. I don't know if she had kids in the movie. That was the whole reason for him to do it. Mrs. Doubtfire's kids were Robin Williams' kids. kids. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And he was a great right. dad but a bad husband. Thank thank you, Rob. <laughs> Appreciate that. So, way to go. Oh, man. I know. We'll go next to uh, Ken. Hey, Ken, how you doing? 
I just got out of the shower. Oh. All right, Ken, what are you thinking? One or three here? Uh, I'm going to go with one. All right, you go with one. All right, let's try Let's try that one again. We're going to do Is This a Movie? We're going to give you a plot. You tell me if it's real or not. You ready? I am a cinephobe, so hit me with your best shot. All right, a psychiatrist by day, superhuman by night, struggles to find the balance between his real life and alter ego while also battling a mental illness of his own. Is that real, or did we just make that one up? A psychiatrist by day, superhuman by night, struggles to find the balance between his real life and alter ego while also battling mental illness of his own. That almost sounds like uh, like one of those scary movie types, but I, I'm going to say that it's a fake movie. And you are correct, sir. Oh, yes. yes. You are a cinephile. You got it right, and we got a prize for you, so... Let's see what that's going to be. Case? All right. For you, Ken, we have a case of Sly Fox Volpulin IPA bursting with citra and mosaic hops that provides notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy drink in IPA is a must for your quarantine stockpile. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. All right. Hang on, man. We'll get the info and we'll set you up. We only have time for a couple more. Okay. So let me see. Where did I leave off? We are going to go to... Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning. Hey, bitch. Hey, hey bitch. <laughs> Mike, uh, what do you think? You want to try all three? Yeah, I'm going big. All right, let's do this. All right, we're going to start with finish the phrase, okay? And this is okay. a uh, complete the phrase. You either pick a the word or phrase that completes the movie quote that's missing from this. Are you ready? Yep. All right, here we go. Blank phone home. <laughs> E.T. Very good. You got one. Okay. Blank phone home. That was an easy. That's a gimme. How about we do who tweeted next? This one is, the tweet is, love means never having to say, hey, are we dating? Was that said by John Travolta, Jessica Chastain, Will Farrell, or Mindy Calling? I will say Mindy. He's correct. That's two in a row. All right, we're on a tear. Now, the final one is, is this a movie? We're going to give you a plot, and you have to tell us if it's legit or if we just made it up. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. These aren't your typical New York City cockroaches. They're obnoxious little insects who sing, dance, crack jokes, and C-block poor Joe. Unfortunately, Joe's apartment was a real movie. He got it. Yeah! You got it! Nice job! Very obscure movie, and you, sir, have proven your worth, and that means we got three prizes for you. Yeah, we do. We got a case of Sly Foxes. Alex's Lemon Wheat Ale, a refreshing, unfiltered wheat beer brewed with real lemon. One dollar from every case sold benefits Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation for Childhood Cancer. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at SlyFoxBeer.com. Available. For pickup at all Sly Fox locations, you also uh, get a free float from Halcyon Floats. Floating is a perfect de-stressor for mom. Visit halcyonfloats.com for their BOGO. That's buy one, get one. Mother's Day float sale. Relax, recover, and reset at Halcyon Floats. And then you also get a case of Sly Fox's Volpulin IPA bursting with citra and mosaic hops that provide notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy drinking IPA is a must for your quarantine stockpile. You can order your favorite bites and bruises at slyfoxbeer.com. Available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. All right, nice work, Mike. Hang on, all right, buddy? Thanks, guys. I love my family. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, and then one more. We're going to do one more, and that will be all. And this will be, we're going to go to Tom next. Hey, Tom. Hey, no sad grandma. <laughs> no sad <laughs> grandma. All right. Tom, we're going to take a shot at this. What do you want to do, one or three? Three, please. All right, all three of them. All right, we're going to start with who tweeted. And we're going to do with the current one. Here we go. The tweet is, Lori Laughlin is wondering how the coronavirus got into Princeton and her kid didn't. Was that tweeted by Daniel Radcliffe, Matthew McConaughey, Leah Michelle, or Conan O'Brien? Conan. That is correct. Yes. Right. So you are one in, two more to go. Let's try complete the phrase. How about this one? I'm just one stomach flu away from my goal blank. Wait. That is correct from The Devil Wears Prada. One more and you win. Here is the plot. Did we make this up or if this is legit? All Jessica wanted was a nice house to come home to. So when her New York brownstone starts giving her everything she wants, no questions asked. That is until her house starts developing a mind of its own. Is that real or did we make that up? Made up. Made up. He got all three. We got another triple winner. It is a completely fake movie, and that means, Casey, we got three prizes. All right, for you, you have won yourself a free float from Halcyon Floats. Floating is a perfect de-stressor for mom. Visit halcyonfloats.com for their BOGO Mother's Day float sale. Relax, recover, and reset at Halcyon Floats. You also win a case of Sly Fox Volpulin IPA bursting with citron mosaic hops that provides notes of stone fruit and mango. This easy drinking IPA is a must for your quarantine stockpile. You can also order your favorite bites and brews at slyfoxbeer.com, available for pickup at all Sly Fox locations. And finally, you want yourself a digital download of Birds of Prey. Enter the mayhem. The ultimate edgy anti-hero Harley Quinn joins forces with Birds of Prey to take down Gotham's most nefarious and narcissistic villain, Black Mask. You can own it on Digital Movie Now. All right. We gave some away. Nice. And thank you, Intern Maddie, with the commission contest. Yeah. We do appreciate that. Absolutely. Hey, just a quick reminder. Uh, the uh, the flash sale ends today for the President Steve No Sad Bro T-shirt that is available. It's 16 bucks. It's in aisle two of the Rock Shop. You need to order by noon today because then the sale is, we're done with them. Uh, so if you want to get your No Sad Bro shirt, you got to go to WMMR.com and do that. We're going to take a break. We have on the way in just a moment the creator of Mystery Science Theater 3000, Joel Hodgson, who lives here in Philadelphia, and also writer and producer Matt McGinnis. And we are curious as to how we ended up being mentioned on the show recently. We also have another shot at MMR's Rock Refund, which wraps up on Monday. Today and Monday, that is it. So don't miss it. That's on the way at 10 a.m. We'll be back in a moment. In the olden days, about five years ago, your only options to keep listening to WMMR when you got home would be to drive your car into your living room or turn on something called a radio. But now, through modern technology, the smart speaker that's secretly collecting data on you... What did you say? ...can also stream WMMR. Just tell Alexa or Google to open MMR, and magically we'll come streaming into your home. Plus, it may help distract your device from becoming self-aware. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. 
We got another shot at uh, 500 bucks coming up in less than an hour now at 10 o'clock. We're going to give you the special MMR rock refund word and how to enter it. And don't forget, promotion wraps up on Monday. <clears throat> so we have today and Monday, and then we're done with it. So don't miss your opportunity. All right. So we got two guests, I believe, on the line uh, that we're going to talk to. And this uh, came about to us. Uh, at least the information led to us was from listeners who got in touch and said, hey, we were watching this uh, Mystery Science Theater special that was going on. And uh, they were doing this riff-along thing where it was a live social distancing version of, of Mystery Science Theater 3000. The live touring cast was watching some old episodes. Right, and, and people and, were able to participate, correct? Yeah, yeah, and they're doing their thing. They're throwing in the lines and so on. And, and I, I believe it was the, the, the Tom Servo character uh, that said, we have this. Yeah, I think it's all queued up to where it needs okay. to be. So we heard this, this line, and somebody sent us a, an excerpt of it. Isn't that the new Preston and Steve catchphrase? Danger, explosive door bolts. And to say we were honored is an understatement. Yes. And I still don't know the origin of this and why we were mentioned. And if we, and even if we find out that it was not even remotely an honor, we're still honored. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it still exactly. works. Yeah. Because uh, the show's awesome. Uh, Has and, been for years. And we found out more surprises in the connection to Philadelphia... We have a writer and producer who's from the area. We have the creator and original star who lives in Philadelphia. Who the hell knew that? I have no idea. He's we could here. have been hitting him up for interviews all along. For years. <laughs> uh, so please welcome uh, creator Joel Hodgson to the yeah. show this morning. Hi, oh, hey, Joel. How you doing? Hey, Preston. Steve. Thanks for having us on. I got Matt. I got Matt McGinnis, who's a writer producer. Yes, and hello. He, he and Matt wrote the lines. So did you, Matt? Yeah, I did. It, it's my fault. Oh, <laughs> well, okay. Well, we got we have questions for everybody, but uh, first, let's let's go to you, Matt, with with that line. Uh, and and uh, first, your history. Do you, do you still live in Philadelphia? Oh yeah, oh, no, I, we I, both I, yeah. do. Yeah, we're both in the area. We've been. I've lived here for ten years. Matt's here, been here his whole life. So yeah. Okay. All right. And then Matt, how long have you been with the show? Oh gosh, it must be uh, four years now, at least. Okay. And uh, and so you've been writing for years. And then what what made you decide to include us in the in the show? Well, well, can I step in here? I want to just tell a little bit of the story. Cause yeah. When we write uh, the show, I mean, all everybody writes, all the performers write, Matt and I write, and Cheryl, um, and, and Cheryl Volpe, who's one of our producers, writes. We all work on it, but then Matt and I are the ones who kind of pick the riffs and fill in any blanks that are there. So there was this spot, with, and I'm reading to him that line. And he goes, I don't know why, but I want to put a Preston, you know, I want, I want to put a Preston and Steve joke in here. <laughs> and, and, he, and I said, go for it, man. And so everybody loved it. And um, we were really thrilled to do it. But I think, oh. they, go ahead, Matt, I'll let you explain a little more. But I just want to preface it. So it was basically like, there's just this shot in the movie where you see this close up of like this moon rover kind mm -hmm. of thing this like they call it a bug in the movie that they're writing in and it's got these big red stickers on it and in all caps it all says like you know danger explosive door and to me it just looked like a gadzoop sticker so <laughs> like, there you well, go, there you go. <laughs> yeah yeah oh. what was the movie again uh because i I've, I've seen it countless times and you 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 all have for years displayed a uh 
uh, a knack for picking out these movies where you, you've you seen them, but you can never remember the title. Does, do you remember the title of the it's movie? Moon, it's Moon Zero Two, and That's it was it. called the, the First Western in Space. Okay. And so it was the same year that 2001 came out, and it was the one that didn't succeed. It's so odd because on a quality scale, they're so dead even. <laughs> oh, well, there's a lot of... They put a lot of money into this movie, so it may be one of the most expensive bad movies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's um, like, yeah. Well, it's so cool, and, and what a surprise. And, and, uh, and Matt, we appreciate that. That's that's awesome. Uh, and, and Joel, just, you know, creating this show, and obviously we're going to ask some questions you, you've been asked for years, but ones that we want to know the answer to, because uh, what, what year was the first year uh, that uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000 was oh. able to find a home? Well, we started in Minneapolis on a UHF channel probably in 1989, and then we really started. We re, the first time we got paid to do it was for Comedy Central, and that was like right around 19, 1990, I guess. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so. So. It's been 30 years. We're just coming up on 31 years now. Yeah, and the, the traction was almost instantaneous. I remember this was the this was before there was a quote unquote a, a viral atmosphere to spread the word. Uh, everyone was you know coming the same way you'd be bombarded with Monty Python freaks. You'd get the uh, Mystery Science Theater stuff, and so everyone was was loving it. You took essentially so you, you know, you're you're a comedian, Joel, and have been working you know in in the comedy world for for years. And and um, it's what we all love to do: sit there and and, and make fun of of bad movies. But um, what I want to ask you, and I don't know if this is an apocryphal story or not, but was was the impetus for this uh, movie? You you were in, sort of inspired by a movie that I love called Silent Running. Yeah, absolutely. Um, when I first got to the idea of movie riffing, the idea of you know trying to have a second narrative over the top of a movie, you know, just like adding jokes and doing it for the whole length of a movie. I first started with this shot in, um, oh, what was it? The, uh, the guy, it was a Charlton Heston movie. It was the one where the Omega Man. Omega Man. Yeah. And the Omega Man, he's watching uh, Woodstock and he's, and he's going, look at all the people. And it, and so it was kind of like that I got, I started with the idea that there's an apocalypse and there's a guy in a TV station with a robot and it was like a zombie outbreak. Right. And I, and I realized at the time, I didn't think I could really make that funny. So I softened it to silent running, which is a guy in space with three robot companions. And so that's kind of how I got to Yeah, that. a lot of people don't remember. Okay. It's a great movie. It was done by the same guy who did the special effects for 2001. And, Trumbull, yeah. Uh, yeah Trump, and, right, and directed it. And there was Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And they were the three yeah. ro- robots that kept him sort of sane. And, and, and Bruce, once- Bruce Dern is unbelievable in it because he goes nuts. At the end, he loses it, and he's so good at that. <laughs> he, he starts nuts and gets nutsier. But yeah, when I heard that, I was, it was I thought it was so awesome because I've loved that movie for years, and it oh, made per- it's great. It made perfect sense. Joel, did you create uh, Crow and Tom Servo, your your robot companions? Yeah, as well? yeah. I I had made um, it was kind of peculiar, but I had made robots for uh, a while before MST, and I used to sell them. In a shop in Minneapolis, I'd collage these robots out of found objects. I kind of figured out how to do it. And then I said, oh, I know how to do that. There's this unique style of making a puppet. So I'll make puppets like that. So I made the first 
you know, uh, Tom Servo Crow and what was called G- Gypsy. Now right. she's called G- GPC. Okay. So, so, so yeah. you, you were doing stuff like this, uh, and, and I, you started the way a lot of um, people that uh, end up to uh, uh, entertain a, a livelihood with comedy. You started doing uh, magic, ventriloquism, all the stuff that a lot of people who end up in entertainment. Uh-huh. Carson started that way. And, uh, and and so were you incorporating ventriloquism and magic in your earliest uh, performances? Well, if you look at it, it's kind of inspired by ventriloquism because, you know, the ultimate when a ventriloquist is really good, he uses two dummies. <laughs> and if you look at MST from the back, it's a guy. Like, I, I originally thought, oh, maybe I'll run both robots. So I'd be holding each of them like two ventriloquist dummies. But right. ultimately... I brought in two really, really brilliant guys, Trace Beaulieu and Jay Elvis Weinstein, who were Tom, Ser- the original Tom Servo and the original Crow. And they really like brought those characters to life as we know them now. And, you know, I got to tell you guys, we we got to get Tom and Crow on your show sometime. Yes. We'd love that. Yes. We'd be honored. Yeah, yeah so, so, for sure. So, Matt, were you so you were um, uh, obviously a writer, producer and a comedian and your own right comedy writer. Uh, were you a, you were had to be a fan of the show well before you joined it, correct? Oh yeah, like when I was when I was growing up, I, I remember seeing the show on like Comedy Central when I was a kid, and I kind of it kind of disappeared from my consciousness until about like high school when I was reintroduced to it because I was you know I fell in love with like bad movies by like Ed Wood and Coleman yeah. Francis and stuff like that. So when I rediscovered this show that used those movies as basically the plot of each episode i was like this is genius like this is fantastic so yeah when when i started working with joel i was already a huge fan of the show and uh I, I hope that helped. Yeah, you, you both have to subscribe to the notion that I do that, it, you know, movies are like pizza. Even bad pizza is still pretty good. And and, and <laughs> the, the, these these movies, uh, and I, I found years ago being drawn to them, there was a book that was out uh, from, uh, he was at the time a movie critic, Michael Medved, and I think it was the, the Gold Turkey Awards. Oh, oh yeah, yeah that, that was a big influence on me. I, I saw that in college. And I remember saying to myself, why isn't anybody making shows with these right. movies? These movies are adorable. It was a huge influence on me, absolutely. And you start, yeah, and you I've see, got my copy somewhere. There you go. I, I thought so because things like Horror, uh, Party Beach, and, and all, all, of those, um, all of those great ones and This Island Earth. Which So let me ask you, both of you, your favorite movie to, uh, to give the treatment to? What has, what has provided you the most opportunity and joy to, to bring your special skills to? Mm. Wow, Matt, why don't you go first? Um, my favorite so far has been, well, there was one that we did in season 12 on Netflix, uh, a movie called Mac and Me. Oh, you God, oh yes! God. We talk about it all the time. It t- gets mentioned on the show all the time. We had the director <laughs> and we had the director and writer in here, and he was with no he was with James Brolin. Yeah. They were pushing another movie they'd worked on, and the only Nick, Nick, you'll remember this. The only reason we had him in here was because we were so we were such big fans of Macamie, which was the <laughs> ultimate ET ripoff. That's great. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. And when we got to hype uh, we got to hype our Netflix series. We got 20 feature-length episodes on Netflix and I, not to toot our own horn but 
we're all of them are 100 percent fresh on rotten tomatoes oh, right now so awesome. we want to we want to encourage you to your uh, everybody listening to check them out. We're real proud of them. Yeah, if you've never experienced Mystery Science Theater three thousand, this this is something that you could delve into and would be brand new, and you would have a blast with Joel. I wanted to ask you about how you would categorize your level of celebrity because you know <laughs> we we have we have all kinds of. Of people oh, now via YouTube great. and and the that's web great. and and they have their little niche and but you guys you were that before any of this came along um, and I remember one time we had our, our friends they might be giants in and I remember John Flansburg uh, saying okay. we have successfully clawed our way to the middle I'll never forget he, <laughs> he used know, the phrase I, that like that I'd feel I'd feel really honored if I was as famous as they might be giants I think I'd be really content to reside uh, in the Parthenon of middle uh, level celebrities absolutely I'd feel honored if you were that famous too uh, yeah yeah, yeah. Catch I, I the mean, heat. it's it's a great question, and I've been wondering about that myself. I'm, I gotta say, I'm really happy with it. I, I have friends that are really famous, and and it and it and their lives can be really wild. And uh, I'll give you an example. Um, I I wrote on Jerry Seinfeld's first HBO special, uh, Stand Up Confidential, and he's been great to me. I'm in I'm in uh, comedians in cars getting coffee, right. And and he's a wonderful guy and a wonderful friend, but he's so famous that when we go out to eat, it's like people just get electrified, mm. you know, and really get excited when he's around. And I would get self conscious if if that was that, if I was that exciting anywhere I went. So I'm kind of I'm pretty happy with it, and um, I like doing the work, and I like. Um, I'm really glad we got a show up that's running, and um, you know we're still running after 30 years. So I'm really grateful for it. I'll never forget the first time I got hooked. What and I, and I remember the specific line that that did it for me. I couldn't tell you what movie it was. Couldn't tell you what year it was. But I, the show was on. I don't even think I knew what Mystery Science Theater 3000 was. But there was a scene where a guy who was clearly he was getting ready to to leave his home forever. He was running from the law or something like that, or I don't know what. And he takes one last glance at his house or apartment inside before he leaves. And one of the characters just goes, man, I've had a lot of kick-ass parties here. And then left. And I'm like, that was hilarious. And I was on board. You probably have no idea what that was from, do you, Joel? There's been so many lines. I couldn't tell you. We've we've produced over 200,000 riffs over the last 30 years. So there's a lot of them. Some of them I remember, but... Some of them I don't, but I'm I'm. It, it's so fun to hear you say that because it's still funny, and I don't remember uh, I don't remember it. So it's really fun to hear it again. Yeah, coming from you. Well, I'm really glad. I'm glad it worked for you, man. Cool. cool. What you guys do, it's something that we love, and a lot of times we'll we'll do something on the show, and there'll be a throwaway where no one will react to, and then you'll get an email or. A, you know, tweet from somebody who said, "I heard that and it cracked me up." And and, and many times, my my favorite moments uh, from Mystery Science Theater it, are those little, those really side comments. Uh, because, and I assume that what you're doing is you're you're kind of taking multiple passes at the movie to make it as densely uh, humor filled as as you do. Because that's that's not one pass of watching, correct? That's ex- that's exactly right. We watch it and. Um... We do it as a group, and everybody goes through it, and 
we just kind of it takes the stress off because you just kind of kind of it's like knitting in a way so there's not like comedy shouldn't be hard and it shouldn't be like i think there's kind of a model like probably from neil simon plays that everyone in the writer's room is real mean and you know it's hard to do and and everybody's angry and it doesn't work that way you have to kind of like each other and you you only want to make people laugh you like so it's just kind of like we have a lot of fun writing it and there's not a lot of stress because we just kind of do it all together and create a bunch of ideas and we don't create and edit at the same time and that's the secret of what we do we do not let anybody in the room who's saying no 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 not funny enough give me something else they can't be in the writer's room because it's great not how you do it it's not how you do it you edit later and so that's the kind of the secret of the show that's why it's lasted so long and Joel, as far as like the nuts and bolts and the, and the filming and so forth, you know, while, while the movie's on and we're watching the crew make their commentary, we see the the silhouettes of the backs of them. Do you guys have a script in front of you, or is it uh, you just remember? I would imagine you've got to have some notes in front of you yeah, while you're doing the show. Well, yeah, there there's 700 riffs in a movie, so <laughs> we have it all written out, and it's it's on a prompter, right? Yeah. So, Everybody's got a prompter that they're that they're watching so they can track it. But but we what's what's interesting about the riff along the thing that we did on on Sunday and we had like two hundred thousand views uh, that people who saw it, which we're really happy with because it was something we did really spur of the moment and it was kind of like um, you know we were we were really just waiting wading into it but if you saw those early episodes we only we were kind of halfway between writing and kind of just saying stuff (laughs) we were were all over the place in that first episode that episode moon zero two we kind of were missing stuff and we were kind of throwing in our own stuff and we were kind of talking over each other so after the first season we were we were then saying, okay, we write everything because there's all these log jams that happen when you just yell out stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, so the, we write it all. We write it all now, yeah. Uh, so, Matt, obviously, being a part of the show now and, and, and doing what you're doing, and uh, Joel's had a, a a long run and continues to, and obviously we have the revelation of, of being able to access episodes on Netflix. Uh, what What's in your future? Are, are you going to carry this torch as long as you can as well, or what else do you have working? Oh man, that's such a well. Depends. He's got to take again. it. He's got to take it from me. Um, <laughs> wait, I want to let you finish that line because it's really funny. Go ahead. I, I reiterate <laughs> as I loosen my tie. I reiterate. <laughs> depends on when the future is. Boom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it, there. There again. You you talking about the uh, the level of celebrity and all that stuff. There are worse things, you know, than than being a part of something that is so uh, beloved and can can keep adapting. Because the one thing you can be certain of is substandard movies are always going to be made. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. It's our greatest natural resource. <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> Matt, so you, over. so so you're a lifer. Where did you uh, where'd you grow up around here? I grew up in the Northeast, um, you know, sort of the Frankfurt area. Okay. And, um, you know, it's still very near and dear to my heart, but I, you know, I've spent my whole life in the city and I've, I've just been all over. I've got friends all over the city that I, that I used to go and visit. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah. I know how it is nowadays. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> but, but, yeah, no, I, I usually, usually get all over the city. I usually uh, sometimes – I used to spend a lot of time just down in the heart of the city with friends and seeing concerts and things and that kind of fun stuff. But, yeah, you know. If you, been a Philly boy my whole life. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to uh, Joel Hodgson and Matt McGinnis with uh, Mystery Science Theater 3000. They had uh, written us into uh, their riff along that they had the other uh, the other night. Joel, um, how about you? How you? How did Philly come into your life? Oh, uh, you know, my wife's family's from out here, so I'm from the Midwest. But um, I'm really we've been here ten years. I really love it, and um, it's kind of um, it's been great. And um, I'm just uh, it's been wonderful working here and, um, we're, we're just having a blast. Uh, it's been super cool. Are you working for a, uh, for a tech firm? I, I, I think I got the story right. You were... Oh, oh, that was, uh, I was working for a friend of mine. Uh, it was a company called Kene that had a novel, uh, propulsion system for satellites. Wow. And wow. so all I, all I was doing was I, I can't wade in and actually explain to you technically what they did, but it was a fantastic, um, it was a fantastic method of uh, pro- using propulsion on a satellite where, where they normally don't. Um, they're putting up a lot of CubeSats right now, which really just go up with, go, they, put, they pack them in the ball- as ballast in, uh, in rockets, and they let them go, and they basically have a decay um, they just decay. They just kind of slowly rotate around the Earth, and they decay into the atmosphere and burn up. But as they're going down, they can use them, and they're they're about the size of a lunchbox. That's and wild. So this, comp- this company produ- uh, has this propulsion system for those that they're developing, and I was just I was only helping them um, with uh, promoting stuff, um, and I, I'm not at all involved technically. It's mostly like graphics their website and their pr stuff i got so, you but still yeah. you bizarrely got tied to the space projects and i know that's... it was so weird that's and, um, weird. so weird and life imitating arch and i'm way yes. i'm in I'm in way over my head, so I'm just going to shut up about it. yeah <laughs> no you're like a you're like a 10 bell nerd because of that now man that's yeah, awesome thank you yeah that is now that is super cool but it is like some self-fulfilling prophecy you know it uh, is. Uh, yeah, you eventually will end up in some sort of ship with Robo. Oh, <laughs> Joel, how, how about the live shows? You know, when, when people are able to do live oh, shows, do you God, participate yeah. in those? We we just finished the tour. It was amazing. Let, let me give you the beats. We closed the tour on um, we closed the tour on Monday, flew home. On Tuesday, the truck was there. We unloaded the truck into the storage space. On Wednesday, they announced the pandemic. So wow. we just got done. We got done with a hundred city tour the day before the pandemic was announced. So we're really grateful. And then once it happened, we just started working on this idea of the riff along, and it was really we're really happy with it. It was successful. We'll probably do uh, do it again and other things like it, um, just because people appreciated it so much. And we just want to keep, you know. While we're waiting uh, for this uh, pandemic to get kind of managed, we um, we're, we still want to keep doing stuff. So this was kind of our using a version of MST while everybody's at home. Yeah, no, and and obviously you have the wherewithal to do that with the, with the uh, the technology the way it is. But when it does become uh, something that is feasible and viable, and uh, we can we can attend, you do anything locally? 
you let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, we would we love did. to be a part. We played we played the we played the Miriam uh, this fall. We sold out the Miriam, which was really a blast, and um, did a lot of shows locally. We played the Keswick several times. How the hell are we missing so we, this? We always do. We always do Philly. It's always been such a wonderful town for us. So of course we always. Yeah. And a lot of those people are our friends anyway. We paper the room. Hey, so. Joel, for, for the live shows, if, if you ever has anyone ever floated the concept of maybe taking some late seventies, early eighties porn movies that actually had <laughs> plots to them, and maybe edit out the hardcore sex and doing yeah. that, there would be like so much material from that. It's waiting. It's waiting to happen. Okay. Um, there was a guy. <laughs> So much. I mean, but they're all about the pool boy, right? They're well, all about I the, remember one. You know, yeah, they were. They would really try. They would really try to have plots. And what you would do is, when when you remember, you used to have to rent porn movies from. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just readily available every time you turn on the computer. And then you would see sort of the duress in the videotape. It would start to whir a little bit as uh, an actual acted scene would start up mm-hmm. because people were then speeding to the next sex scene. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, <laughs> it was pretty wild. But, it, but you're, yeah, they would really try to make, we're going to make something profound here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of good material there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially um, uh, uh, Emmanuel in Space. So if you want to go to like to that softcore <laughs> soft stuff, in space. And I believe there was an Emmanuel in Space. Okay. Uh, well, it seemed it seemed a likely progression, right? Yeah. That's where her life was leading her eventually. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Joel, this is Casey. I, I haven't really uh, chimed in at all during this interview, but I wanted to ask about, um, you know, people sort of um, like gaining a like a taste over time for you, what you created so many years ago. Because you know, like for instance, I I couldn't have eaten sushi in high school. My, there's no way my palate would have allowed it. And so way back then, my little, I, I just don't think my comedic chops a- allowed for me to understand what you were doing. It was the same thing with, like, Monty Python. It wasn't until I became an adult where I was like, oh, now I actually get this. And I wasn't sure if you ever hear from people who many, many years later finally understand and get the joke. Did we lose him? Um, yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> no, it's just uh, a terrible we're question. Still, That's we're all. Still, we're, still, we're still here. Yeah, um. Well, I really appreciate that. And, yeah, it's like I felt the same way. Like, I was the same way about Python. Like, when I was in high school, everybody was electrified by it. And I kind of saw some of it, but I just was into other things. And then in college, oh. you just kind of... See, that's what it is. We're, break- we're losing the signal. Hey, yeah. yeah. Oh, you know why? Can because... you hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Can you hear me now? Our fire okay. alarm is going off in our uh, offices here. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Joel. You were breaking up oh, for I was a just saying. I was just saying that I had the same experience with Python where I kind of, you know, it was okay, but yeah. I didn't like, my friends were way into it. And then in college was when I really had my experience with them. And so I, I totally get that thinking. Well, the, the time, especially when people are in lockdown and are looking for material, if you have sort of flirted with the notion of entering your world, now is as good a time as any. You're saying, how many episodes available up on Netflix right now? Well, there's 20, but we made, we've done over 217 <laughs> feature-length episodes. So there's a lot. We, um, there's tons of it. There's, it's on uh, Shout, Shout Factory TV. There are partners. Um, there's also, where else are they, Matt? Like, I'm trying to think, oh, we have a Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a 24 seven Pluto TV channel. Yeah. Love it. So it's, it's, it's all over the place. 
Yeah, Shout Factory's yeah. great. They do a whole bunch of uh, Blu-ray collections of, of uh, loving tributes to uh, horror movies and, like, John Carpenter stuff, and they, they include all these behind-the-scenes uh, extras. Yeah, it's a great company, so it's cool you're with those guys. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Uh, this this is such. We we were really excited to have you guys on. Oh, thanks you guys so much. Well, we're fans. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll be in touch with more stuff. Excellent. Love yeah. It. When things normalize, let's let's do this again. So we appreciate it, guys. And uh, you know, Netflix right now you can watch in all kinds of the other yep. uh, services that they said. So thank you, Joel Hudson, Matt McGinnis, Yay! Mystery Yay! Science Theater Three Thousand. Take care, guys. Thank you guys. All right. Stay safe. We'll see you. Oh my God. That's fun. I love it. And you know what? That it. That kind of turned into a bit of an activity for people, too. Like, you could have people over, yeah. watch a bad movie, and it was, you did what they did. You riff along. That's what I've, I mean, I've done that all my life. Yeah. I've yeah. done that all my life, and people would come over, we'd have parties, and that would be, the movie would go on, and I would start uh, doing it, the live commentary. And it's, it's because uh, I know so many movies that lend themselves to that. I mean, that are just that terrible. Yeah, yeah. And they, they their, uh, their uncanny ability to hone in on the ones that are just it's you, you in other words you don't do you don't do ones that are forced cult movies where they're obviously trying to be bad right you do ones that are trying to be good but end up bad right right and that's oh, when it works best. Nick for some reason uh, we have no audio on you you're trying to speak but we're getting nothing nope sorry man um by the way Steve I wanted to mention this you talk about uh movies and cult movies and so on um, there's a character that is going to enter into a video game franchise. Um, so Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be upgraded to what's called Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, and that's coming out on May 26th. Right. And there's a new cinematic storyline, new stages, handful of new characters. Uh, so characters like Shiva, uh, the Shokan Warrior, and Queen and Fungin, Warrior Queen and Fungin, God of Wind. Uh, but the biggest news is they will be joined by... RoboCop. Wow. Yes. Yep, RoboCop. The protector of future Detroit. Uh, it's going to cost 40 bucks for the upgrade. Yeah. Uh, to get a whole new game. There's all these characters and scenes and so on. But the coolest thing, Steve, Peter Weller is voicing the character. <laughs> That's it's pretty great. Cool. I love the original Paul Verhoeven RoboCop. I even enjoyed the second one, and, P- and he was a part of that. Um, Frank Miller did the did the second one, wrote the screenplay for it. Uh, but this will be Robo's cop first appearance in a fighting game. Excellent. Do you He's, like the Mortal Kombat stuff? Or is, I know it's the button it's masher. A, it's thing. a button masher. Uh, yeah. So I I kind of enjoy it. Yeah, it's not there there's some other fighting games. Um Ninja Gaiden yeah. uh was was a, a a fighting game that I really liked. I wasn't I wasn't as into it as I was at that time, like Doom and yeah. other uh, running and gunning. That was more my speed. Steve, do you feel like the, it's those games have become more button mashing than they were back? Because when I played Street Fighter Two, there was more I thought technique involved, and in, well, yeah. rather than just smashing buttons together. Well, in, in the arcade, you could have different. I think most people have like three or four combos that are their favorite, and they yeah. keep using those. Right? You know, it's it's wild because they would include a booklet. That would give you five hundred different moves, and you'd be like, "Really? Yeah, yeah exactly. You're going to remember that." And and the only way you figured out most of them is like, 
wait a minute, he just did a back. Right. He did a backflip and kicked them in the face. Right. Yeah. How the hell did I just do that? And then you got to backtrack and try to figure it out. Like in Batman, the Arkham games, which I love. I think they're some of my favorite cinematic games. The imagery of Batman and everything. But there's like two or three moves that are my go-to's where I the guy's coming at me, I jump over him and get him. You know. In, in the back of the head. When the two-player fighters, though, sometimes you go, okay, don't do anything. Uh-huh. I'm going to try this out. <laughs> yeah. And you would have to both agree to not actually hit each other <laughs> yep. and try your button combinations and see what the hell worked and didn't. <laughs> and my daughter and I still do that because right. we'll, we'll play Street Fighter, Street Fighter 2, and I've forgotten all the combinations. I thought I remember. That's the bitch. So when you're playing a game, and there, for, for example, it's happened once or twice with God of War, the different versions of God of War. Right. So Preston, you're like 60% of the way through it. And you take a break for it for whatever reason, like a month. You have forgotten every <laughs> every move, totally. every way you take on certain bosses. Yeah, and, and it's like more often than not, I'll just start from the beginning again. Yeah. That's why, like when when it was Street Fighter on Super Nintendo, there were two buttons, and that's it. so you could only do so much. So there were only a few moves that you could do. And now, because you have two different joysticks on either side and then you know a thousand buttons then you can then you can have more combos it, Still? it's tough I've, yeah. I've played a game for like three weeks and finally i asked my son i'm like how do you use the pistol <laughs> <laughs> how do you use it and he finally told me and so and so i took a break for like two yeah. weeks from the game and i was downstairs and we have this little we have this little intercom system in my house and i get, i'm playing the game and i'm like damn it i don't remember how to do it so i hit the button and i go Parker, how to use the pistol? And I just I hear from upstairs. I, go, I just hear double tap triangle. <laughs> Damn it! That's it. So, yeah. but it's impossible to remember all those combinations. Steve, is God of War a, a fighter game, or is it a? a... It's, it's God of War has has a, a lot of fighting. It, it, to me, it's more along uh, the lines of a, of a Tomb Raider. There's a lot of puzzle solving. Okay. There's a lot of fighting. Uh, it's a series. I adore it, but I will tell you this: unless you are an adept player, and I've, I played the first couple of games where I was playing a lot, mm. and so I could play it on the harder modes. Just play it on the easiest mode; you'll still enjoy it. Yeah, but it'll still be formidable. I always felt like if you were playing Mortal Kombat and you didn't do the finishing move, it was like not even worth it. You know, like I, I played. I think I told you guys this. I think it was Arkham, the second Arkham Batman game, and Deathstroke. You face off against Deathstroke. And this was, and I'm how long? This, months, <laughs> months, months, and and I'm I'm like, and I'm like, I cannot be the only oh. one. And I went on the computer and I did a Google search, pages, f Deathstroke, f people were, and no finally kidding. I figured out how by cheating and having to go into game yeah. facts. How do you beat this thing? Yeah, and you still have to do it. You still have to have the moves. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of but those. But when you don't even know how, when you don't when even you know have what the no point clue. Is. Yeah, where his weak point is. Right, and yeah. it was one of those games, Preston, it? where it was very great when you finally finished it. But you'd go, all right, first phase of the boss battle, second phase of the boss battle. You complete that third phase of the boss battle. If you don't win that, you're back to the beginning again. No it, fair. it didn't save your progression in that elaborate boss battle. I hate that. Can't stand <laughs> it. And you never know that's going to happen until the first time. Right. Like, you're and then me. you want to die. By the way, it broke that disc and bought it again. Did you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Uh, I crushed it through, right in front of my wife. Oh and I'm my never God. playing this goddamn game again. <laughs> and that the next morning, I was at GameStop. Less than 24 yeah, hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, so RoboCop is going to be involved in, uh, it's called Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath, and that's going to be May 26th, and Peter Weller's voicing it. So I love it. That's pretty cool. All right, uh, we got to take a break. We have some stuff to get to. We've got the Bizarre File on the way. We have another shot, a final for us of the week for uh, $500 MMR's Rock Refund, and don't forget, that wraps up on Monday, so we're running out of opportunities. Don't miss them. We'll be back in just a moment. While we wait and wait for live concerts to return, MMR is raiding the video wing of the MM Archives to present MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. The best up-close and personal performances and interviews from the Preston and Steve studio. Great song. It's a struts on 93.3 WMMR. Pierre presents from Ardmore Music Hall. Tell them the name of the song. Wish I knew you. If you didn't know. And Studio 4F. Joining us in studio, Mr. Kenny Wayne Shepherd. How you doing? Updated twice weekly at WMMR.com and stream directly to the best seat in the house, your couch. MMR's Dream Stream Concert Series. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, we have some bizarre file stories. Love to share them with you. But a reminder, we are about mm, less than 12 minutes away from uh, your next opportunity and our final chance to give to you uh, before the weekend for MMR's Rock Refund. So we are just a few minutes away. If you uh, can hang in there and get that word, it might net you 500. So hang close. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. And it's brought to you by God Shawls. All the bacon taste, 80% less fat. <clears throat> the hometown favorite God Shawls Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. From their family of owners to yours. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. Well, it was all fun and game at a home until Neil Gallagher accidentally shot and killed his roommate. The 24-year-old made his first appearance in Tampa courtroom on Wednesday. He's now facing manslaughter charges in the death of his roommate, Eric uh, Hansen. Now, the prosecutor uh, says that Gallagher and his roommate were simulating a combat to see who would win in a knife versus gunfight. They needed to simulate that to know the result? I guess so. I wonder what would win. According to these guys, uh, during the... Tank versus golf cart. uh, During the role-playing, Hansen pulled out the knife and Gallagher, they say, pulled the trigger. Now... Uh, this is according to the. Um, I win. The prosecutor said, uh, "Defendant." All right, ready. One, two, three. I win. Uh, defendant pulled the firearm from his pocket. He pointed it at the victim to prove to the victim that he could draw his gun before being reached by the knife, and then <laughs> did fire the gun, shooting the victim in the face. All right. So here's how it's going to do. We're gonna go three, two, one. You pull out your knife, and I'm going to pull the trigger. All right. Three, two, one. I win. Yep. <laughs> Uh, however, Gallagher's attorney said that's not what happened. He said at no point in time did Mr. Gallagher pull the trigger. He was demonstrating the sledgematic. Uh, did uh, nor did he intend for that trigger to be pulled. Nor was there any malice uh, or fighting. I win. I win. I win. The uh, attorney <laughs> Anthony Rickman says that uh, Gallagher had removed the magazine from the gun and thought it was unloaded. This is the second yeah. story oh, we've had like that this morning. You mom. I win. Um, Your cat. I win. Uh, there seems to be a malfunction with the firearm, which, in fact, left the shell casing in the side of the firearm. Prosecutors refute that while accusing Gallagher of showing a reckless disregard for human life. Hey, any any chance? Were they drinking? 
It didn't say, actually. This is the kind of thing that I think when you have a few in you, you might go, you know, I bet I could knife you before you could shoot me. Yeah. I win. I'm wondering if this comes from, because now, if I get this wrong, please be nice, uh, that uh, the police procedure, the protocol is when someone has a knife or is coming at you, if they're within 25 feet, you don't go for your weapon. Right. uh, Because they can move that quickly. Oh, really? Uh, And that by the time you unholster your weapon, they could already be on you and stabbing you. Wow. So, uh, that's what I've heard. That's what I, when I was taking Krob, that's what I I was told. So, that's why you have other, you're you're trained in other ways. That's why you use a musket. Yeah, that's right. You got to load it. (laughs) Yep. Uh, Use a muzzle loader. Uh, But I I thought the protocol was 25 feet, and any police can text in and let me know if that's the case or not. It might be less than that. It might be 20 or or 15. I'm not sure. How do you get the measuring tape down in time? Yeah, right? I I don't know how they do that. All right. What is that? It's inches. No, go to the every the the footmark. See, 10, 11. Okay. Yeah. 18 feet. Uh, So manslaughter apparently is the charge for this. So. Uh, a Texas lawyer who allegedly shook his butt at the opposing counsel and directed obscene comments toward him during a mediation won't be sanctioned for his acts. Uh, according to Judge L.H. Rosenthal of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Texas, wrote, One of the sentences a judge does not imagine, much less welcome writing, includes the words butt-shaking in describing a lawyer's alleged actions at a mediation. Sadly, those words fit here, he wrote. Uh, But there's significant disagreement about what happened, the judge said. And even though attorney Dennis P. Duffy's behavior was clearly outside professional bounds, neither counsel was a role model of professional conduct. All right, follow me on this bold legal move. I want you to do some booty popping. And that's kind of what this guy did. Uh, And it goes into a lengthy uh, description of what took place legally in the courtroom. But I guess this guy felt he was just kind of, he was literally showing his ass. Sure, yeah. And, but he didn't. You fat ass piece of shit. He didn't break any laws. And uh, so he's not going to face any <laughs> disciplinary action from that. Uh, it must have looked like a heist of their dreams. A whole yard full of well-maintained rental vehicles all lined up, unlocked, and ready to go with the keys inside. So, under cover of New Zealand's exceptionally strict virus lockdown, a group of thieves went to work. They cut through the fence of a local rental company. The, the co- company's called Juicy. Uh, lifted the gate from its hinges and began driving out the cars. And in Hi, fact, juicy rentals. In fact, it is so easy uh, that it was too much of a temptation. The thieves came back for a second helping and another, and a total. Listen to this: ninety-seven vehicles were stolen. Ninety-seven Whoa. cars stolen. Why? Uh-huh. Why? Why? Why would you leave the keys? The keys. No. And then and then leave them unlocked. Yeah. Over several days, on a long weekend, they drove the cars in batches from the site and down the deserted roads of Auckland. Hey, if you um, notice there's a new competing rental car place that just opened up. Uh, uh, Juicy's <laughs> chief rental officer Had the said, same vehicles we have. He said it was like a kick in the gut, to be honest. We couldn't believe that uh, when everyone was pitching in and looking after each other as a nation, there would be this brazen theft. Juicy themselves didn't even notice the theft until they heard from police. The cars had been parked on a storage site. And over the quiet days of what's called Anzac Weekend, I'm not sure what that is, in late April, uh, there had been no checks by the company. Anzacs are yummy. Uh, New Zealand, (laughs) don't I know it. (laughs) 
New Zealand's roads were very empty at the time with everyone at home due to the lockdown rules. When news of... <laughs> still, still nearly 100 vehicles? Yeah, uh, when uh, news of the car heist hit the headlines, there was a wave of local support. So far, 85 of the missing vehicles have been recovered, and 29 people have been in, have been arrested in connection. Yeah. You, wow. can, you need a lot of people to drive all those cars. Yep. Uh, by the way, yeah, I have, I have some people that are... Um, uh, concurring about the, the, the rule I was talking about. It's called the 21-foot rule. So okay. People are saying. So it's 20 feet, 21 feet. And yeah, that's when you're supposed to forget the gun and mm. take them on physically, you know. All right. And then we'll do one more story and we will wrap it up. Um, let's go. I got a couple of good ones here. All right. This one's pretty simple. <laughs> uh, a man faces charges after police say he went into a Dunkin' Donuts store Without his pants on. <laughs> and without his underwear on, too. He's now, we run around. on Dunkin'. Right. We run on Dunkin' all mm-hmm. the time. We, we love Dunkin'. Yes. But I have to ask, is there any sign that specifically says pants must be worn? That's a very good question and one I don't have the answer okay. to. Okay. Was he, uh, he, he was Porky Pig in it? He had no underpants on either? Porky yeah. Pig in it. He's not an idiot. He <laughs> has to have to be presentable. Uh, you know, they always say no shirts. Right. They never say no pants, no service. It's true. Because like, also, there's no alliteration there. Maybe his lawyer will be able to, uh, you know, that. Uh, argue that. Uh, police say Benjamin Stearman went into the Have st- a look at these munchkins. Uh, <laughs> went into the store last month and exposed himself to the clerk. He's being charged with lewd and lascivious conduct and violating his probation conditions. From a previous sex offense. Uh, so it's his thing. He likes to walk around with his pants guys off. Guys need any glaze? Yeah, and there you go. That is what we have in the uh, bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, we have a call I've been told we need to go to. By the way, we are about five minutes away from the uh, MMR Rock Refund, so maybe they're calling to ask about that. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Good morning. Who's this? I love my family. Oh, oh my God. God. David Boreanaz. Hey. hey. He finally hey. called in. It's so impressed. Good, Gary. How are you? I'm, I'm hanging in there. I'm climbing the walls. And, I don't, and if, I, if, I, if, I, if I see my reflection in a mirror, I'm going to jump through the friggin' mirror. If you see a reflection in a mirror, you're going to jump That means he's no longer a vampire. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I call every year. I want to wish my number one girl, Kathy Sweet T. Romano, uh, Claire, Rochelle, and Diane a very happy Mother's Day. That's very nice. He's very nice. nice. In the world. You, How about you, Gary? You got a good heart there, Gary. You no, know, yeah. I do it every year. It's tradition. You can't speak. Look, man, you guys are my family. I love my family. I just wish to Christ I was back to work again, man. We yeah. do as well. Uh, yeah. It will come. It, you know, it, it will happen. It's going to have to happen, and, but uh, you, you just hang in there, all right? And, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm helping people every day, but, you know, uh, I need a break, too. I'm looking forward to a concert, and we I don't even know if we're even going to get to see a concert in September right now. Yeah, we'll see. We'll wait and see. What have you been doing to, uh, you know, kill some time? Uh, helping others. Might get my house in order. Have uh, you considered learning the cello? Uh, look, man, I'm playing rock and roll, and I'm drinking a lot of friggin' beer in the afternoon listening to Pierre Robert. Uh, Oh, well, there you go. Well, we appreciate the support, as always. speaking of beer, I have a shout-out. If you can give Dave, Mike from Dave's Limousine came over here, came over to my house last week from Jersey. It dropped me off a care package of that beer and cash. Huh? Beer and, and, cash. and I want to say thank you, man. Can you make sure you guys give him a shout out? He's a great guy. Yes. We'll, do a, we'll, yeah. we'll do a shout out for him. I, I truly mean that. I truly mean that. Preston, Rochelle, Diane, and Claire have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. That's thank very you. kind thank of you, Gary. Uh, I, I miss you guys, though. I miss you guys terribly, and uh, 
Hey, look, I, I just want to get back to the swing of things too. You know, I got you. Listen, before you go, people were asking, you know, that they never heard the follow up from you how your health was. You had and you had had strep throat, right? Uh, listen, man, I think I had the COVID nineteen. Yeah. It was no respiratory upper respiratory effect. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't breathe. Well, that would look, be look. So I, I just asked for the strongest uh, uh, antibiotics, penicillin, nine hundred milligrams, and I was doing drinking a lot of water, getting a lot of rest, and I didn't drink alcohol for fifteen days. All right. Well, I'll tell you. What you you I sound infinitely better, so we're you glad do. to hear that. I did good. I just I, look. I'm, look, I did good, and I just want to say one more thing. That thing that you're doing for the essential workers with the with the signs outside their door. Well, my girl is an essential worker, and my next door neighbor is a nurse. I was wondering if you can stop by G Love's house and chop off one for my girl, man. She's yeah, G Love lives in uh, in uh, Cape Cod. <laughs> no, that, that's probably the, the nickname there. of the girlfriend. Yeah, that's, that's my that's my other middle name too. G Love, Gary Love. Oh, Gary Love! I love that. That's great. Gary Love. I got the tattoo Love on my uh, right leg. I had that for like fifteen years. Dude, now. we got to get you like in a real like a three piece no, suit. No, seriously, with Gary all Love. Respect, with all due respect, I, I think my girl really deserves. <laughs> She hasn't had a break in a while. Send us, send us the address or let Casey know the address and we'll, we'll try to do it. Call Casey. He'll come by. Well, well, Casey, look, man, I'm going to leave. When I hang up with you, I want to call back. I'm going to give him my number. I'm only eight miles away from your house right there at the studio. Is that right? Girl, He's only eight miles away from us? I'm only eight miles from the studio. I'm, I live in Juanita Park. I know where you live. I know what street you live on, and uh, and Nick has a lot of signs. Yeah, yeah. And I would, I would he like just texted me. My, uh, na- my neighborhood would love to see something like that, and and all I have three other workers on my block that would love to see something like that. They deserve it, man. I want to give them the props. All right, well, g- all right. get us the information. We'll work hey, with you, okay, hey, Gary? Listen, man. Thank you for everything what you're doing, guys. You guys rock, and you make me you make my day. You make me my day every day. Okay, right. excellent. All right, all right, Gary, hang in there, and thanks for the call, buddy. Yo, tell Michelle, have a great Mother's Day. Diane and, and, and Claire. All right. Thank you. And, Thank you. And, and Sweet T Romano. And Sweet T Romano. Yeah, that's my girl. Yes. Sweet T Catherine Romano. Yes. All right. Gary Love. Gary Love. Gary Love. Gary Love. in the world, Kathy Sweet T Romano. All right. All right. Take care, Gary. See Gary Love. Bye bye. We love you. All right. All right. Bye bye. <laughs> you got three testicles. Mr. Love's on line three. Ah, <laughs> uh, Mr. Love. Dude, it's like you're dragging him out of a, like a bar. He's like, yeah. I love my family. <laughs> <laughs> I love my family. Yeah. Don't look I have three testicles. Getting every last bird in. Yes, Mr. Love. (laughs) (laughs) I had three testicles. All right. Um, Marissa wanted me to point out that we are currently out of signs. uh, So we do not have the um, uh, uh, hero signs. But there is now a printable version that you can get on PrestonandSteve.com. To be placed in one's window, perhaps. Probably a window, I think, is is what that'll be. And, uh, you know, not to, unless you want you to get... You fat-ass piece of that means you hit the, that's all right. You want to get the sign created. I'm sure. Marissa, is it a, is it the, a vector? Um, okay, so it's, oh, a it's, vector, a vector. it's a vector version. So if you wanted to... Take it to a print shop. It's oh, actually yeah. it's, it's high quality. So well, listen, that's you excellent. Can, you can either print it out on your own, or if you wanted to go to a print shop, you, it's it's the vector art design. Uh, <laughs> vector, I believe, is the format that it's. Uh, it's the vector, Victor. <laughs> it's the Victor yeah, Vector. Right. Uh, uh, all right. Hey, listen. Oh, we got it. It's, it's, ah! it's two minutes after ten. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Now your rock refund keyword. The word is quality. Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y. Looking closely, that's how you spell it. Quality. <laughs> Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y. 
And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. There are three ways for you to do that. Uh, through the text at uh, the special number that we have. The short code number is 45911. Or to be automatically entered for the $10,000 grand prize, which why wouldn't you? Enter on our MMR mobile app. It's free to download, by the way. Or you can go to WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. And that person... We'll get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Could happen in the next few minutes. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by A&T Subaru and Chevy in Sellersville. So the word, I'll hit you one more time. It is quality. Q-U-A-L-I-T-Y. We're going to come back in a second. We'll ask a lesson question. We'll get the trash, music news, give some stuff away. Stay with us. Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Steven Singer is giving a portion of all Gold Roses sold to support local restaurants by catering meals for essential health care workers. IHateStevenSinger.com Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Friday. Wonderful. Uh, we will give away our Word of the Week prize in a short amount of time. Uh, so listen up for the $300 Primo Hoagies gift card. Could be yours. Uh, the weather for today, not as uh, good as it was yesterday. We're getting up to about maybe 60. We're also going to have some rain. Um, yeah, it's supposed to be making its way in. Maybe a passing shower in the midday hours and then afternoon, evening. More steady rain from what I understand. Uh, tomorrow, partly cloudy, windy, cold, uh, relatively. I mean, it's going to be like 48, 49 degrees. Uh, but the wind's going to make it seem, I, I heard 40 mile an hour gust. And, Oh, nice. Yeah, right. Uh, Mother's Day, partly cloudy, 63, so better. And then uh, Monday, cloudy and 60. So I'm not seeing much relief at the beginning of the work week either. What day so. did the murder hornets arrive? <laughs> like, seriously. They're getting in next week. So uh, anyhow, we're going to do the lesson question, and we are going to give away a $60 gift card from Territory Foods Prepared Meal Delivery Service. And the question I have for you has to do with the Just Saying Institute. For nearly 100 years, the Just Saying Institute has been doing pretend studies for what? Uh, for what type of things? 215-263-WMMR. Pretend studies for what type of things? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening. And while you're calling in, we're going to do this. The trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback. Whether you are looking to build a new deck or freshen up the patio with new furniture, Sequoia Outback is everything you need to create your backyard oasis. Uh, Route 309 in Hatfield or online at decksupplies.com. What's happening, Steve? Well, Nicholas Cage uh, deciding to go method in his approach to portraying Joe Exotic, the Tiger King, for an eight-episode miniseries. Cage says he is currently... Only having sex with toothless straight guys. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Gang member and rapper Takashi69 addressing being placed under house arrest after his release of prison early due to a potential outbreak of the COVID-19. 
Takashi69 says things were getting very dangerous in prison. Not from the virus, but from the toilet uh, banana bread. Hey! And uh, we talked about this earlier. The wife of Baltimore Ravens star Earl Thomas was arrested for holding him at gunpoint in an Airbnb after she discovered him with another woman. Nina Thomas says she's not the kind of woman who just rolls over and was going to fight for her favorite Airbnb. All right, looking for the answer to the question. Uh, the For nearly 100 years, the Just Saying Institute has been doing pretend studies for what? And I will go to Kevin for that answer. Hey there, Kevin. I am them. You are? I am yeah. them. All right. So uh, for nearly 100 years, Just Saying Institute has been doing pretend studies for what? Pretend things. Yes, pretend oh. things. Oh. One moment, Kevin. Got a $60 gift card from Territory Foods, prepared meal delivery service, making healthy eating really easy, offering chef-made nutritious meals in addition to produce boxes that are packed with 15 pounds of fresh veggies. Visit TerritoryFoods.com to order and find out how you can give back to frontline workers in our community. Let's get to music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> Nell's back. Nell's Gary's back. back and Nell's back on the same uh, day. Coincidence? I love it. Well, that is maybe she, is she getting some uh, some strange from uh, G Love? Maybe. <laughs> God. Uh, by the way, real quick, the word for rock refund is quality. There you go. All right. So uh, the music news brought to you by Godshalls. All the bacon taste, eighty percent less fat. Uh, the hometown favorite, Godshall's Real Wood Smoke Turkey Bacon from their family of owners to yours. Available at Acme, ShopRite, Wegmans, Redner's, Walmart, and Sam's Club. The surviving members of Soundgarden have countersued Chris Cornell's widow, Vicki Cornell. And Man, Chris... it'd be nice if this wasn't going on. And the Chris Cornell <laughs> estate, I agree. Uh, the suit filed in court on Wednesday in Miami accuses them of using revenue from a January 2019 Chris Cornell tribute concert for personal purposes for Vicky and her family. <clears throat> Among the claims in the suit were allegations that Vicky and the estate engaged in fraudulent inducement by asking survivor members, uh, Kim Thale, Ben Shepard, and Matt Cameron, to perform for free at the concerts with the understanding that the event's revenues would go for uh, for charitable purposes. But it went to them. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Soundgarden alleges that the recipients of the proceeds from their tribute concert, which they claim could be many millions of dollars, have not been identified. They accuse Vicky of using portions of the money for personal purposes. She bought a fire truck. Uh, saying that assurances of the money... Money's, money's charitable use were false or exhibit recklessness and negligence as to its truth or falsity. Uh, so to date, falsity. falsity. <laughs> uh, to date, the band says Vicky has only accounted for six hundred forty-three thousand dollars going to medical research. They have demanded a full accounting of the disbursement of funds. The countersuit also claims. Uh, Vicky has taken over Soundgarden social media accounts and identified herself as Soundgarden while using the accounts to make disparaging statements about the surviving members of the group. Oh, that's okay. not good. Uh, the suit comes two months after the band asked a judge to dismiss Vicky's suit against them over possession of Chris Cornell's final recordings. Vicky claims sole ownership of the seven vocal tracks, which uh, the band claims were meant for a Soundgarden album. Now, Vicky's lawyer, Marty Singer, 
God, this guy hit up everybody. I, unbelievable. 80% of the times yeah. you reference any sort of celebrity or musician criminal case or, or a lawsuit where someone's being sued, Marty Singer's there. Yeah. He issued a response to the countersuit accusing the surviving members of Soundgarden of salacious... What, <laughs> what is that word? Rottweiler? Scurrilous? Scurrilous. Scurrilous. Yes, salacious and scurrilous. And vicious allegations. Vicious. Salacious, scurrilous, and vicious allegations. Yes. The entire uh, staff of Hogwarts. Yes. <laughs> In order <laughs> Professor Scurrilous, <laughs> Professor Salacious. And uh, vicious yes. and, and uh, scurrilous. Uh, in order to distract from the truth, he added that uh, all money raised from the tribute concert was properly allocated and accounted for. Another mm-hmm. professor. Yeah. Professor allocated. Allocated. Mm-hmm. Uh, fresh off the arrival of its new video, Hero Weezer will perform a brand new single called Blue Dream on this Sunday's edition of The Simpsons. We're going to play a little clip of that for you. Uh, the episode, titled The Hateful Eight-Year-Olds... <laughs> Follows Homer and Marge That's on a great. romantic cruise with a cover band called Sailor's Delight, entertaining the passengers at night. The band is Weezer in animated form, playing several older tunes as well as Blue Dream. So we got that ready, Case? Yeah, so this is um, them covering the Simpsons the theme? The Simpsons oh, theme, yeah. Okay. okay. <clears throat> so I wonder if they'll do that as well for the night. Uh, Blue Dream is the third song to be unveiled from the upcoming band Weezer LB, LP, uh, which will be arriving at a yet-to-be-determined date. They're also going to have some of the members of the, uh, the the ladies of Riverdale are going to be in animated form on The Simpsons as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, on this same episode or coming up? I think up? so, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we'll be able to check that out. It is on Sunday. Red Hot Chili Peppers, bassist Flea, has completed two long, unfinished songs from Alika's Attic, a band led by late actor River Phoenix. Uh, the two tracks will be released digitally and on 10-inch vinyl, and that will be through Launch Left, an artist alliance founded by River's sister and former Alika's Attic bandmate, Rain. Uh, they arrive on August 23rd. In honor of what would have been River's 50th birthday. He's completed two songs? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, I believe so. So you have River and Rain. And what was Joaquin Phoenix's? Leaf. It was Leaf. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I knew that he had a, a hippie name, too. Uh, so River Phoenix became a star in movies like Stand By Me, My Own Private Idaho, Running on Empty, before dying of drug overdose outside of the Viper Room in Los Angeles in 1993. Uh, he had gone there to jam with Flea and others before. Uh, Chili Peppers guitarist John Frusciante allegedly gave him the drugs he overdosed on. I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. While Flea rode in the ambulance with him to the hospital. I didn't know that either. Yeah, so there's a direct connection. And so uh, those two songs are coming out from him. Was it heroin or was it... Uh... I think it was, okay. if I recall, yeah. Uh, Metallica frontman James Hetfield can be seen discussing his love for his cars and automobile collection in a new video posted by the Peterson Automotive Museum. Uh, Hetfield donated his collection to the Los Angeles Space Museum for an exhibit that opened in late January called Reclaimed Rust. Those are Uh, very cool cars that he has. They're... um... They almost look like like 50s and 60s uh, prototype cars. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Hetfield built his collection on his own using reclaimed parts and abandoned cars rather than buying pre-existing vehicles. So I guess he did some serious work on them. I mean, they're they're really, they're, they're pretty badass. Uh, in the short film, he explains reclaimed rust to me means that you can take an old guitar and it's sitting there with songs still in it, waiting for someone to pick it up and bring it to life. That's what I love, and I've done uh, that with many of these cars. And I have seen cars sitting in a field in Kansas and thinking, they've got a story to tell still, so let's bring this back to life. So When everything is over, what is uh, Nick, and perhaps Nick, you remember the uh, the name of this museum, but there's a, a car museum that's local, and there are just all, there's some... Oh, yeah. By, the, By airport. the airport, right? Doc, I think a doctor owns it, and uh, uh, it, it's just incredible. But the, the, there are vehicles in there that are things you've never seen before, but that have incredible horsepower, like from you know the forties. Just crazy stuff, but an unbelievable collection. Yeah. All right, and then one final story, and the we'll Simeon work. Foundation. That's is it. That what it. Yeah, mm. that's right. It's run by monkeys. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Simeon Foundation Automotive Museum. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All right, and then one final thing. Uh, we had mentioned this earlier. Queen's Brian May has been hospitalized, luckily, not for any pandemic-related issue. He just hurt his hiney. Ooh. Uh, he wrote, apparently posted a message on uh, social media <clears throat> explaining, reality check for me, no, the virus did not get me yet, thank God. Hope you're all keeping safe and sound out there. A decision to relax controls doesn't suddenly make the danger go away. But me, yes, I've been quiet. Reason, as well as getting overstretched and harassed by too many demands, I managed to rip my gluteus maximus to shreds in a moment of overenthusiastic gardening. <laughs> One has to ask exactly what he was doing. I, I had heard that he had sat down on a fence post there. Oh, really? Yeah, no, and that it went all the way up his ass. No, no, no I, I, I mean, how would you whip your ass up? Yeah. He said, so I suddenly I find myself in a hospital getting scanned to find out exactly how much I've actually damaged myself. Turns out I did a thorough job. This is a couple of days ago. and I May, you effed up your butthole. He said, I won't be able to walk for a while or sleep without a lot of assistance because the pain is relentless. So, folks, I need to go dark for a while, getting some complete rest at home. Please, please don't send me sympathy. I just need healing uh, silence for a while. You never hear about just, like, stretching, pulling a... Right? Yeah, he said, I'll be, I'll be back, uh, but I need the complete break, okay? Thanks, take care out there, and that's from Bri. When I when I first read this, it, I <clears throat> thought it, like there was a tear in the flesh, but he tore a muscle, right? Yeah, yeah. he tore his okay. gluteus maximus. Yeah, yeah, so. All right, and then uh, two more quick things. Uh, MMR's Dreamstream concert series continues. Episode 8 is available now. The Glorious Sons here on the Preston and Steve Show performing. It was back in January they performed. Uh, you go to WMMR.com, and then you search Dreamstream. And then you can start watching. There's new performances every Monday and Thursday. So far, we've done uh, The Struts and Seether, Chris Cornell, Dorothy, Rival Sons, uh, Barnes, Courtney, Dropkick, Murphy. So there's a bunch for you to work. So not only Rival Sons, Glorious Sons now on there. And then a reminder that the flash sale on the No Sad Bro shirts ends today at noon. Oh, boy. If you want to get it, you got to get it now. Uh, so that it's a $16 shirt in aisle two of the rock shop, and you need to order uh, today by noon. 
Also in aisle two, you find the Preston and Steve 200-piece puzzle, which is for $15. It's on sale now while supplies last. So go to WMMR.com. Get it before they're gone. We'll take a break, and when we return, we will have the Leather Day for the Word of the Week prize. And get ready to wrap it up and turn it over to Pierre. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, yes, Kathy Romano. So I know we don't have traffic here, but um, I just wanted to pass along some information. We talked about like the tolls opening. Yes. Um, and I didn't have any of that information, so uh, I, they actually sent it over to me. So the uh, Delaware River Port Authority has announced that they'll reopen cash tolls on its four bridges that connect Pennsylvania with South South Jersey. So the bridges um, are all opening, and, and the tolls will be open. They're saying that the toll collectors will have masks on, and they'll have gloves on, and you know all the safety measures will be in place. Is it just the bridges? That's the uh, press release that I got, yes. Okay. So I, right. I don't know of any other roads, but this came from uh, the Delaware River Port Authority. That's okay. their press release that they sent out. So um, if if the Pennsylvania Turnpike Commission sent one out or, or something, I don't know. I, I didn't get it. Okay. Gotcha. Thanks, Kev. Uh, let me see what else I want to mention. Uh, I guess I want to thank our guests. What a great conversation with Joel Hodgson and Matt McGinnis of Mystery Science <laughs> Theater 3000. Yeah, nice guys. And they've they've been here. They've been local. Yeah. And, and we've been unaware Joel has been living here for 10 years. He's the guy that created it. And uh, Matt, the writer and producer of the show, uh, grew up in the area. I think people lose perspective and they they don't realize that for us to be as unrelentingly accurate in our information, mm-hmm. it requires a lot of work. And sometimes things slip through the cracks. They do. They do. Uh, but it was so cool. They they actually wrote us into their uh, riff along that they had yeah. over the weekend, the President Steve show, That's awesome. and it's quite an honor. It's very very cool that they did that. So uh, it was nice to have them on. And you can watch Mystery Science Theater on, on three thousand on Netflix. Yes. And- They've got a Twitch channel. There's a and, ton of stuff. Yeah. I, 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 it was actually cool because I just knew peripherally some of the stuff they were involved in, but the way you can consume what they do on so many platforms is great news. Yep, absolutely. All right, uh, letter of the day? I can do it. All right. No, nope. oh, you hey! don't have to. You don't have to because we have a professional who's going to handle everything for us this morning. That's what I'm good for. You're a pro, man. You ready to go? <laughs> Darn tootin'. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by The Letter. D is in you dirty dog. Dirty ding, dirty dirty. <laughs> dirty, dirty, ding, dirty. And we now have a word, and we'll take the sixth caller at 215-263-WMMR. Call right now, and let's see if you can... Uh, uh, give us that word. I'll tell you what a professional Pierre is. He does all this while preparing his coffee at the same Unbelievable. time. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yep. Puts the sugar in, puts yep. his creamer in. You've got to do it all. Mixes it up, gets it just so, and then he's all set for a uh, a roaring radio program today. And you get to Kevin and blah, 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 and go that way. And that's how it goes. <laughs> What was what that? Was that? <laughs> I have a whole bunch of PR drops that I never get to use. And you get to Kevin and blah, 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 and go that way. And that's how it goes. <laughs> it's what? like a weird Howard Dean. Yeah. 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 That one. <laughs> and then, what is it? Boom, boom, boom. And a do, do, do. And a dee, 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 dee. That one. Oh, my God. That I one. love that. Forgot about that one. <laughs> did, still... he, did he say that one at the end yeah, of the, yeah, uh, the yeah. first clip so, too? So we have it separated. Was well, a boom, 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 and a do, 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 a dee, 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 dee. That one, and then I have it separated. That one. Okay. 
And does he say that one at the end of the first clip you played? No. Or does he says? And you get to Kevin uh, and blah, 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 and go that way. And that's how it goes. And that's how it goes. Okay. <laughs> that's the way it is. Yes. Walter Cronkite. You should have signed off that way. Every Paul night. Harvey. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. and Mrs. America. And you get to Kevin uh, and blah, 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 and go that way. And that's how it goes. <laughs> Do you have the one with Nick and me counting down opposite? I don't oh, have that. Uh, Casey has it. Do I have that? It's yes. one of my favorites. It's uh, one of them. I don't know how it happened, but we're kicking something off at exactly opposite. Right. Mm-hmm. It's synchronicitously opposite. And you meet opposite. it, too, you and then pass two. each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, um, St. Patty's Day, right? Yes. Yes. I have yeah. no was, idea yeah. where it came yeah. from. Three, it all bleeds together. Two, and one. one. That one. <laughs> but it's okay. I, I have so a boom, 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 and a do, 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 and a dee, 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 dee. That, that one. one. That one. <laughs> wow. It's kind of catchy. It is, actually. really. Yeah. Well, a boom, 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 and a do, 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 and a dee, 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 dee. That one. That one. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely uh, love it. Uh, well, the best is the, uh, the uh, wait, wait. They broke the mold with me. Uh, where is it? It is... Here, while you're looking for that, I'll play this. Three. One, and two, two and three. One. <laughs> Do that one again. I love right. it. That is one of the best. But, uh, okay, I'll reset it. Oh, Hang sorry. Here. Yep, it's okay. Three. One, and two, two and three. One. <laughs> and here's uh, your uh, uh, sound effects, the master of the Michael Winslow of the show here, and you're recreating a, uh, a gun battle. Pow, 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 pow. Kaboomba. Kaboomba. Well, we could do this all day, yes. but I want to go to our <laughs> caller with a word, and it's Laura that we turn to. Hello there, Laura. Hello. Laura, uh, do you know today's uh, word of the week? The word is naked. No sad, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Laura, you got it right, and it's uh, straight ahead and simple, but a $300 Primo Hoagies yeah! gift card is yours, oh, Laura. that is awesome. Thank you so much. You bet. Congratulations. Hang on the line. You can use that right away, too. Primo's is still making award-winning hoagies in your local stores, and all locations are offering online ordering, curbside pickup, and no-contact deliveries where available. Plus... New social distancing trays and lunch boxes, and you can order online at primohogies.com slash orders. So there you go. We're happy to give that away to you. So what's up on the Friday edition of your program? More rock refund opportunities coming. Uh, those will be at noon and 2. And then uh, with 4 and 6 p.m. with Jackson, 8 p.m. with Jackie Bam Bam, who does the All Request Friday Night Show, which is brilliant. Uh, well worth checking out this evening, 7 to midnight. Then one more chance on Monday, and then, as you said, we uh, we put Rock Refund to bed for a little while and give it some uh, blankets and pillows until it comes back and wakes up and is happy again. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll have workforce blocks of um, a little bit of everything today. For Bono's birthday on Sunday, we've got a YouTube block. Billy Joel has a birthday tomorrow. We'll get to that. And um, what goes better with Bono and Billy Joel, then Five Finger Death Punch. <laughs> of course. And that will be sandwiched in between uh, because, you know, you've got to have a little bit of everything that rocks. Yes, yeah. I agree. There you go. It's all rock and roll. We, all we stick your fingers in the middle. <laughs> and Rupert Holmes will be... Uh, oh, jeez. <laughs> won't be anything. No, I won't, I won't. He won't I, be anything. 
I am going to thank our uh, sponsors. Preston and Steve Show has been brought to you today by Dunkin', and yeah. they are the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. And also Godshaw's, all the bacon, uh, taste 80% less fat. And you can find them at a store near you. It's Godshaw's Turkey Bacon. Uh, let me see. I want to mention what we got coming up next week. Ooh, good stuff next week. Uh, our buddy Tom Papa is going to be on. Tom has turned into one of my all-time favorite comedians. I just love his style. By the way, I saw him post a picture on Instagram. I don't know. I, I'm, I uh, may be uncomfortable to bring it up to Tom if it's his daughter behind him, but there's a lovely woman in the picture with Ooh, him. Okay. Yeah, you'll have to check it out. Yeah, he's got Things to. could get creepy with Tom next week. Two daughters, and they're growing yeah. up. Uh, also, speaking of lovely ladies... Alice Eve. Oh! Alice is way at the top of my list of beautiful women. Yes. Uh, so we will have her on the program next week. And comedian, mu- uh, magician, Justin Willman. He's been here before. Yeah, he's yeah. really good. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. Uh, so we'll have those things and more. That's it. We're done. Rage on. We want you to have a great weekend, a safe weekend, and we shall see you again on Monday. Preston and Steve, love you, hate you, live. You mentioned that you wanted to start a garden on that interview with Ed Begley Jr. You don't start a garden by telling a man to turn compost. Just grow one thing. Get yourself one tomato plant and just learn how to take care of it. Or go get yourself a pear tree and a jalapeno pepper, because in a year or two, you'll be able to just set it and forget it, and it'll make food for you forever. Start simple. Don't overwhelm yourself. It's like weight loss. Don't try to lose 100 pounds. Change one or two things. Next message. Relax. It's no sad bro Friday, man. Next message. I just keep putting in the keywords, and nobody ever calls me. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. So, what exactly is Geek Culture Congress? Well, you remember, remember uh, Suicide Squad? We said the same thing. Oh, yeah, they got a great I, cast. I said no such thing. <laughs> it's where me, Louis Sweetie Jr. Gonzalez, actor and comedian Tarek Lewis, and world renowned DJ and social influencer Joey Franchise talk everything geek. There was like clones of Luke and weird stuff that was happening. It, was, it got too far. Yeah. <laughs> movies, comic books, TV shows, apps, video games, and life in general. The GCC Geek Culture Congress. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.